0: I thought maybe
1: it's me. And welcome to episode four fifty two of Geeksers. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host Sean.
0: Oh, <laughs> hey, you might not notice the whole little hum. We had a textile problem. We found out all we had to do is move our microphones over a couple of things and good to go. Look at us. <sighs> uh,
1: once in a while when they were when they we're doing.
0: Anyway. So Ed, how's things with you? Okay, uh, you know <laughs> everything's fine. Everything's fine,
1: you know. Uh, um, I only did a couple things this week. because um, I didn't have a friend to show Day to over. Uh huh. Um, for some reason I can't remember why. Did, <laughs> so, you did not come over. Oh, you know, I was supposed to go to the shore and I didn't. Right. But I was, start, I was supposed to go start Wednesday. That's why I didn't come over. But uh, I still so I stayed home though. Um, and uh, I had to work anyway. Um, but uh, no the um, uh, I saw I. I saw a couple of movies. Well, I saw a movie and a documentary. Okay, but I do want to start. Last week I was mentioning I saw two documentaries. <laughs> one I talked about was called uh, the the bear one. I forget the name and title now. Right, right,
2: right, right, right. But the other
1: one, I'm like I couldn't remember what it was. Right. You know, I saw it again, and I'm like, and I highly recommend it. It's called Love Gilda. It's on Pluto Channel right uh, now. Okay. It's a documentary about Gilda Radner.
0: Right, right, right. And the uh, SNL uh, alumni. She was married to. Um, Gene Wilder for very for a very long time. Yes, right, right. Yes, so he. She, it's I'm Roseanne, Rosanna Adana <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you know, her.
1: Yes, she's she's the one. And I, like I said, I recommend it. I enjoy it. It's it's it's. With, what's really interesting is to see comedians and like you see them as, uh, you know on on. Film or being funny. being f- funny, and then this kind of showed the real person, you know, kind of thing. And she's a nice person. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not saying she was a bitch. Right. Not gonna be
0: like because I think this was one after she passed away. Yes, right. And they're like, yeah, you know what? Everyone loved her, but she was really a bitch. Here she is screaming at people and throwing things. Be like, no, I'm fucking funny. You're not funny. <laughs> yeah, no. She's sweet. Uh, for me, all the stories i always ever heard about, she was very nice. Like you know, very- she, and she is.
1: And, and like I said, it, it does represent that through the whole film. But it shows the sad side of her life. Like, how she really wanted to be in life. And how, like, at one point she was very skinny and very anorexic because she wanted for parts and she didn't wanted to be fat and that like that was right. all in her head like kind of thing. Right, you know, right. Thing. I mean the producers probably said something maybe to her. But I mean there's pictures of it. it's
0: like or, holy smell like, your her family could have been like you know, you can't make it you're too chunky. Look at it, look at that person. Look how skinny they are. Like you can just right. or in your own head you kind of feel like like I have always felt like there's not a lot of overweight actors in the first place because you know you never see you never see a fat guy hanging off the edge of a building. Like yeah, it's, you never you never they're always comic relief or they're always like the best friend or they're always the first one dead right they're never like the I mean with the exception of Jack Black maybe Josh Gad but even though even those guys they're never really
1: well Josh Gad has never been first tier on anything
0: right, right? no he's mm-hmm. always been like oh he's the plucky best friend right he's you know the sidekick or you know Olaf yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's a voice <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, even Kevin Smith has done some acting gigs, but he's never been, like, the lead actor. He's always been, like, the side di- guy. Right. But you never really see, like, oh, today, action star Jack Black hanging off going, you be kind of, hey, motherfucker, jumping off the side of a building, you know, running around shooting guns, you know, just see him doing the head spin, like, whoa! You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his level of action movie is being a voice of a panda. Yeah. You know, you never really... I mean, I'm not saying that he couldn't do it. I just think Hollywood has a hard time... Expressing that. So I can understand Gildas like want to be like most women in movies and television are thin, beautiful, right? You know. I get it.
1: So yeah, you know, so it's it's an interesting documentary. I mean, I, I especially love to see like the for me anyway the hot behind the scenes stuff really get in the, the nitty gritty of why people who they are and on and it really showed that kind of picture of her like how she was kind of like I don't think she really wanted to be in comedy but she was good at it right it was she something it was natural ability. talent yeah of it. so for her it was just it was just it just she just grew it into was, it it was you the know? way
0: she could be an actress was by being funny right. in a way I her my earliest memories of her. Obviously, you're from Saturday Night Live, you know, because she's, you know, for the OG class, you mm. know. Um, the Roseanne, Roseanne Adana, um, the big hair, but the one that sticks out the most in me is where it's her and Bill Murray, and he's babysitting her, or he's like a, a friend, and they're fun. And it's the really the very few times that you see, like, back in early in the days, it was okay if you messed up your lines. Mm hmm. Because it's live television, and anything can happen. And watching the two of them crack each other up in this in this like, in this like little skit, like she like lost it a few times. This is one of my favorite like skits of hers. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so uh, what else did you?
1: Uh, so then I watched a movie that I've. Was like you know you ever ever go like spinning around movie and you're going I'm gonna watch this one day and you kind of keep putting it aside and putting it aside putting it aside right
0: most of the time it's like I feel like it's a movie I should watch I just never get around to it right like like Uh like I'm
1: interested I saw the trailer and I like it it kind of interests me um and it was called Ava it's with uh, Jessica Chastain and um I thought we watched that no we did not
0: oh okay no we watched another one where it's like I'm an international spy. Like it's a point of no return where it was like another girl in it. Yeah, and it's, yeah, okay, I remember. that. Or the okay. pure
1: thing, maybe with the protege. Uh,
0: no, no, I've seen the protege. I own that. That's with um, yeah Maggie Q. But no, there was one we watched. I'm gonna you keep talking. I'm gonna look for it. So I mean,
1: it wasn't bad. I mean, she was in another movie before that called the Three Five Five, or after that I should say, Ava came first, and then the Three Five Five came after. That. I saw the Three Five Five first, and I didn't think it was that good of a of a of a series. You know, right. Like, okay. you know. Um, it, it was, uh, but I mean, this was better, but like, you ever you ever notice like some fighting sequences and you see them set up for it like you see hands in a way like you know like there's certain gestures they know like when their hand goes up they're gonna do a high hit right, right, the, right, stunt, right the stunt right. coordinator is it's, is it's reaching telegraph right right <laughs> like, like 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 giving the cue like all right this is this is where you do this now and you can kind of tell right. like where the fight because that's how it was like when her fighting ability I'm, i mean she's a good actress but like like as far as physical stuff like because she's been that i think this is like the third thing she's tried like with some physical like, right okay. fighting in it at least two i know 355 was the other one um but she was uh it, it, the story like how do i put this there was so much story going on that it just some of it didn't make sense or was pointless why it was there you know like it was one of those type of things where it's just like it was anna
0: yes we saw Anna, you, and, and, you're, and you're talking about Ava, so it's still, it's... Yeah, right, right, right. right. Beneath Anna Politov's striking beauty lies a secret that will unleash her incredible strength and skill, becoming the world's most feared government assassins. That's the one we watched. <clears throat> it had Helen Mirren in it, yeah. Luke Evans, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, all right.
1: Yeah, I... I <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been in a run of I've been in a run of uh, uh, spy female spy uh, uh, movies like ever since okay. we saw Atomic Blonde right like you know it's like those those kind of movies you know like I always like the Long Kiss Goodnight with uh, right right
0: right or you can go Le Femme Nikita Le Femme Nikita yeah, right, or yeah. you know Point of No Return yeah <laughs> same same <laughs> simply, <laughs> movie
1: but that's, it's basically it and it was you know so. To me, it was it was interesting, and uh, I mean, it it was it's worth a watch. But I mean, I wouldn't be like go out and buy it, right. you know, and, and you know get it. I mean, if you see it on like right. HBO like the post or got something, hurt, that. like
0: a she cut a little drip of blood flattened down. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Like oh, she's tough girl. She gets cut. Oh goodness. I mean, it, it had
1: some good kiss. It had Gina Davis in it. It had uh, Colin Farrell in it. It had uh, I can't remember. Fuck. You can The bald guy is in this
0: movie. The bald guy.
1: He was. He was in the in red. He was the guy that was nuts. John Malkovich. John Malkovich. That's the
0: guy. what's the name of the movie? Anna. Anna. Ava. 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 Yeah. Ava. Right. Ava. Uh huh. There you go. Uh huh. Yep. There it is. She's got the little blood. Yeah. Yep. Ava is a deadly assassin who works for a black-op organization traveling the globe with special high-profile hits. When a job goes dangerously wrong, she is forced to fight for her own survival. Yeah, Jessica Chastain, John Malkovich, Common, Gina Davis, Jess Wexler, uh, anybody else? Um, that was pretty Ian much... Ian Gruffle, the the original, well, the second uh, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. He's in he it. He was only
1: in it for... He was only in for five minutes at the beginning. He John, was. He's the first one to buy. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> All right. Okay. I don't think I'm spoiling it that much, because
1: really, <laughs> so. he wasn't really like he was just kind of like the the intro to the movie, and that was it, like kind of thing. Oh, and they, okay. And his part of his story never continuing on, oh. like you know. So, while there's so many other subplots going on that you were going. All right. Gotcha. So. I did watch another documentary this, this week as well. It was on Netflix. It was called The Perfect Bid, The Man Who Do Too Much. Um, it's about...
0: Oh, okay. It's about a guy... I can tell you, it's, it's the guy The Price is Rich, dude. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh I right. have that flagged on my to-watch list.
1: It's good. I mean, it really is. It's a guy who's a math major uh, that uh, basically, is, I think, became a teacher for a while. Um, and he was... Um, he grew up, and you know, it's like like back in the day, like you know, like only, there's only one TV in every household. One TV, three channels, right? You, yeah, you've
0: got nothing to do. your home, and this, you know, Bob Barker's prices. Come on down, ding, I'll bet a dollar. <laughs> I know it's not the right theme song, but
2: <laughs> <laughs> <inaudible>
0: remember, have your <inaudible> pets <punishment inaudible> spayed <inaudible> and neutered.
1: <Right. laughs> so. They go through this whole history, not really the whole history, but they go through basically the whole time. This guy Ted or Theodore is 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 commonly known on the show because because Bob Barker actually points him out a few times in the show.
0: Hey, uh, doing here, my pet Theodore? <laughs> What's up, Ted? Th- What's up, Teddy? What? what? So <laughs> he he's like a game show regular guy, exactly because he I, because there was groups. To do to sit around? They
1: would drive down. He was like in
0: California because right, they got to put asses in <laughs> seats, right?
1: And they like they would they would. You know, producers would go out and interview everybody. Right. and They would find the most engaging people sure. to, to TV to, people, right, right? To to get in. He's, he's kind of quirky.
2: Let's go put him on TV.
1: Exactly. You right. know, like if it's it's a way that they they were screening people for contestants. You know, right. so anybody anybody in. in the audience could be a contestant. Right, you know, and someone any time. could walk
0: up to you at any time, going, "Hey, how would you like to be on the show?" Right, right. You're like, oh, "I would love to be on the show." Tell me, I can find out the price is right. So,
1: so he ended up, he ended up watching. Like he was like off for like the summer, and he ended up watching Price is Right, and he starts remembering him and his brother starts remembering patterns, patterns, different, yeah. same, the same avocado refrigerator, uh-huh. the color, color, you know, uh, same color. Avocado refrigerator three times the same price, uh-huh. so they start memorizing the right. stuff. And they actually start, start taking notes, right. you know, kind of thing. Sure. You know, and then, what else are
0: you gonna do when you're home alone during the summertime with four channels on TV? Right. So you know, so
1: it started seventies and eighties. <laughs> started building and building. And like, like he actually has a he like this was like late eighties, early nineties that he was starting to to right, do this. And a so whole
0: room with string and prices. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, he ended up going, you know, putting it on a spreadsheet, <laughs> and you know, right, he actually wrote a he wrote a program that he would start guessing prices that see, right.
0: see if he would. Bob is my
1: <laughs> so it was, it was fascinating because he was like he he would know like the, even like the small stuff like the right. like the pills or whatever that they would right. show or crackers right, right. or whatever that would show for the, the different games and all and he would know the prices for the, all those so we, you know for uh-huh. higher or lower right. Right, so you
0: know when he finally gets on the show he knows that that sofa is worth six hundred and twenty five dollars five ninety nine <laughs> five ninety nine so he can do the bid <laughs> right. for five ninety nine and, and he- be like oh well, apparently does it wait ding, ding 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 there's that sound someone got the exact price Who was in it Theodore Logan, come on down, or whatever. <laughs> Ted, <laughs> Ted Theodore Logan, come on down. <laughs> so, so,
2: so,
1: So, for a while, actually, he was just. a so Bob Barker, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he would just be an audience member and he would right. actually would tell people probably like you'd hear him yell out because
2: hey, save save
1: they, <laughs> they they had like videotape the audio uh-huh. videotape of it, right. and they're showing it and you could hear his voice
0: above everybody else above uh, everybody
1: else like right away he would call it out before they start screaming right. you know how much is it? so finally like the the producer finally gave him a shot, basically. Right, like he said right, the right, right things at the time, right. and they finally he finally got on, and he did. He got the perfect bid. He uh-huh. he won a thousand dollars the first round because it was the ten thousand dollars game. We do the whole whole punch, and yet right. as as many of those ones, the little prizes you get uh-huh. is the what you get from the whole punches. Okay. So he figured it out. He got all four, you know, Bing, thing thing boom, Flip, I mean. bang, boom. So the first one he got a thousand. He took it. And oh. then everybody was like, "No, that's stupid." blah, blah, blah. Right. But then it was the next one was a hundred five hundred dollars. Then it was two fifty, and then the last right. one was fifty dollars. So, so that he was get, get the right one. Well, the right one. He didn't get the ten thousand, but he's still thing. But then he lost at the uh, when they spin the, the wheel, okay, you know, for right, the because
0: that because all luck then at that point. Yeah,
1: that's all just by l- l- right. luck of the wheel. Anyway. Hello.
0: Fifty cents. We're gonna roll again. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-five cents. Okay, now you, and Ted Theodore Logan, come on up. You got to beat seventy-five cents. Okay, Mr. Bob Barker, dude. Eighty cents. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so obviously, but they, there was a rule apparently at the time. Oh, there's rules that you you once you were on the show, you couldn't be on the show again.
0: Oh, so he grew a beard, <laughs> <laughs> and so change so his name to Bob. So what ended up happening
1: was he ended up. uh, They they. Bob Barker retires, and it's Drew Carey. All right, right, right. And then the one producer that they, they talked to, he was producer for one year with Drew Carey, and then they changed producers.
0: Oh, so now all bets are off. So, no one's going to recognize this so they No,
1: so they changed the rules. Now they go, after 10 years, you can come back on. Oh, Because okay. they were worried about, like, losing people, right, you know. Right,
0: audience, right, because maybe, you know, no one's going to see the Drew Carey version right. of the, you know. Okay, got to get the young audience in there. So after 10 years, you can come on back, so...
1: So he ends up going. Teddy Logan's coming back. So he ends up going and he uh, meets an old old guy, an older couple. The old guy calls his wife and they're like, oh, the line's getting busy. You better get over here. And the guy, he felt bad. He's He's like, look, he goes, this is a tough neighborhood. I'll save your spot in line. You go get your wife. To right, think. So right. he did that, and he, they came back. They're very appreciative. Well, they're talking and they're talking about pricing and all that kind of stuff, and asking well, What about these? What about right, this? Right, right. You know, he's get, giving prices. Right, like, you're gonna
0: have a look, old man. If you if you get lucky, you get up there. Just if this is what you're gonna
1: sure, do. Sure enough, that's what he does uh, okay. He gets up there. He gets the exact bid because he's like sitting next to him. Right. And and like like letting you know, f- figuring this all out. Now, of course, all the pr- new producers are not thrilled. That right. this guy's doing this, right. he's
0: like fucking screwing it up for everybody. No, there's no challenge if you know all the answers. So, so at the end, like, he gets he gets down to the showcase showdown.
1: Uh-huh. He gets it down to the penny, the exact Ooh. like dollar amount. Uh-huh. Right, gives uh-huh. gives the amount because this guy Ted right. sticks it in yeah. his head, <laughs> and he gets down to the dollar. And he didn't want to do that, like so he was yelling out like like a few a few bucks more or whatever, right. Like, like right, right. type of thing. And of course, though he told the wife that's sitting next to him, and the wife's yelling out, "Right, the right." right are
0: if they don't hear my voice and hear yours, it's different, right? Right. Right, now, the producers like, get that fucking guy out of here.
1: So, <laughs> so all of a sudden, like they they do it, right? Well, the the one girl, like she's one of the producers, has the clipboard, and she realizes it's down to the penny. Like he, this nailed, guy nailed it, it, nailed it right? right? And this never happens. And the prices, exactly, right. never, 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 ever, ever. Hey, this is
0: the first time, and you bet your ass, history. <laughs> so, so they're
1: now they're scrambling backstage trying to figure out what to do their audience this they, they like ted's like this th- he knows like there's something going on because oh, they no
0: they're looking over my way they have a camera a <laughs> camera pointed at him right directly <laughs> like oh shit a lot of people talking into their microphones like holding <laughs> their shirt going what do you want to do i don't know what's going to happen this is a guy he, he, he knew the exact number what do we do I mean, he's not on the show. He's the old man. Is the, What the fuck? <laughs> so they get Drew in
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> so, just, so at the end, you hear Drew's inter- being interviewed. And he's like, he's like, I thought my, sh- my career was over. Like, he thought, like, since they fired the producer previously, because he was only there for one right. season after with Drew, that they're getting back at Drew and, and the rest of the, the people uh, where okay. b- Bryce is right. Because, you know, like, this guy's gone. He's been a beloved character. He's been a love. Don uh, Pardo? No, uh, <laughs> I forgot the guy's name. It's a, down! He it's a, it's a, it's Come a, long- it's he he ends up. He, they end up basically making a move. and That's why he's gone. Right. And he was there for thirty six years. Like he was there since uh, the day one. There since day one. Yeah. I was
0: there. I was the guy who was told told Bob Barker to remind people to get their pets <laughs> and spayed and neutered. Right. And now you throw me out on my ass. <laughs> Would you do cut off with my balls? So fuck you. I'm gonna get back at you. I'm gonna hire this guy. These are all the answers.
1: That's <laughs> <So, laughs> <Like, laughs> exactly right. Like that's what they thought at the time. And basically, like like they did an investigation. It's just like. It's like, well, if you watch the show long enough, right? You know the prices because they don't change. Because he, because he even said at one point, he goes, There was a car and he gave a number, it was wrong. And here, there was more options because they, they wanted to stop that kind of thing. And they right. thought if they got the same model car, but they gave you more options, it's right. more money, right? So the bid's different. So he's like, Okay, but they use that same car with those same options,
0: right? Like Later next night, week, right, right? You know, it's- so it's. <laughs> Right, like, you're smart for a minute. You go, oh, you got me. And then, like, the next week you're going it's the same fucking car what, <laughs> you think I'm not watching the show like, <laughs> like I got enough. I got nothing but time <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> put down click 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 because
1: apparently apparently there's a huge fan base for Prices Right sure because they notice like when the fonts change they talk about oh it oh like, my
0: god like, that's <laughs> like a discord for Price is Right <laughs> exactly did you notice that the blonde twirled the thing to the left instead of the right you think she's okay <laughs> I think that's her signal saying she's being abused on the show <laughs> Like, so, like, uh, so, now they have general, Now they have guys. I think that's. I think that's stupid. What's wrong with having just the girls do the thing?
2: <laughs>
0: I think it's profiling. They always have the the yodeler guy. That is some. I can't even think of the word. <laughs> That's some discriminatory shit. Why has he got to be a German guy climbing up that mountain? Why can't he be an average guy just singing the humming a tune? Why has he got to be yodeling? <laughs> Why can't he be like la 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 la? Instead, it's like. Stop!
2: Just that's so wrong
1: <laughs> he's shielding up a mountain I don't I don't know if he's German or Swedish he's German he's German I think he's German okay because he's, he's got lederhosen, lederhosen. <laughs> he's got lederhosen alright <laughs> but still the reason why is he's going up the mountains of the Alps I think it was that's why I think sure. he's Swedish but...
0: sure Ed. of course <laughs> some people just say it's stereotyping <laughs> oh well, because he lives by the Alps it's gotta be Yoda <laughs> work he gets to be a hiker, humming He's, it too. Why is he gotta wear that outfit? It looks like it's fucking cold up there. He's wearing leader shorts—green shorts with suspenders. Boy, can't you modernize and put him in a parka at least?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so it's like it's like an hour and a half, not even like an hour and twenty minutes or something. Like that. It's fun. It's it's a
0: fun it's a one. good. It's like the one I, I I have that on my list, and there's one about the. No whammies, no whammies, stop, guy. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. I that's saw a good that one. one, too. That is a good one.
1: <laughs> I saw that one a long time ago. Right. Because I remember that happening. The devil ha- do it. <laughs> I remember that happening. He just, he memorizes the patterns. That's uh-huh. all it's Right, that's all it, so it is.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, the back then, all it is, you boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, 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 wham. You know, yeah. it's timing and knowing what the pattern is like. Oh, that's the guy. Uh, I know this one.
2: Like, yeah, you know. yeah
1: that's exactly right. So yeah, so that's another good one. I did see that documentary a long time ago, okay. yeah, a while ago. But that right. was, I recommend that highly. Uh, what about you, sir? Though, what did you do?
0: I had an active spending week. Right. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to lie. Um, let's see. Well, I didn't go to the movies, but I bought a lot of movies. Ed, I, I I'm, I'm, I, kinda, I think I have a problem. <laughs> Barnes and Noble has this big uh, Criterion Collection sale going on, where all their Criterion Collection stuff is half off. Yeah, we've talked about it on the last show, mm-hmm. and I bought some things. Um, I bought the Verses movie, but it wasn't a Criterion Collection movie, but it was still half off. You know, instead of paying forty bucks, paying twenty bucks worth. Right. So this week I'm like, okay, well, well, first I started off. I watched, um, as I told you last week, I, I got the um, Apocalypse Now. Um, three pack of movies. It's mm-hmm. like the, It was like 15 bucks and I was like, yeah, buy that. Uh, so I watched the documentary called The Heart of Darkness, which is basically the story of Coppola getting, you know, um, the movie done, Apocalypse Now, and all the struggles that he had. Which between that and The Godfather made me feel like, Jesus Christ, is this guy, all he does is get in fucking trouble. Like, he tries to make a movie and it's like, no, you can't do that. Well, I'm going to do that. Well, you can't do that. Well, watch me. You right. know, <laughs> like... A lot of um, Apocalypse Now, he put his own money in because no one wanted to make the movie. In fact, sidebar, Ed, guess who was supposed to direct that movie?
1: Oh, Apocalypse Now? Uh Uh-huh. Steven Spielberg. No!
0: Lucas! George Lucas. George Lucas, because Lucas, Coppola, they had that xenotrope uh, company. Yeah. And that was who was going to produce it, but at the time... George wanted... Well, he was going to do it, but then he got a little sidetracked with a little movie called Star Wars. You know how that worked out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So Coppola said, "Hell, oh, I'll do it then, but he wanted to kind of create it after the movie... The, the book is called Heart of Darkness. Mm-hmm. But it's... And Orson Welles did an audio play of that book years and years... Obviously decades ago when radio mm-hmm. was still big. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wanted to try to kind of adapt that story into a modern telling of it by using Vietnam,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but not... Talking about the Vietnam War, because at the time, and still probably this way, the Vietnam War is kind of looked down upon, Mm because it's one of the wars that some might say America did not win. Controversies galore, but the one thing that they did not, most of the time, if you're going to do a movie about any kind of armed forces, you usually have to get the okay from the armed forces, and they usually support you and give you whatever they need. Mm -hmm. Hence, Top Gun. It's a good example. Right army said fuck you you ain't getting shit from us right so he had to actually go to um uh they well i forget where they were filming uh, but they because it wasn't vietnam obviously they couldn't do that I think it was the philippines i think, I think it was the philippines yeah. because the leader at the time had a lot of american equipment because we sold it to him and right. it was old american equipment so he was able to use that equipment but the problem was is that they didn't have any licensed pilots except for the government pilots so every once in a while all those scenes of the of the what do you call it the helicopters flying over sometimes they were one and done a lot of times they're like okay we're gonna get ready and then these helicopters would fly off because there was an insurgence going on there was some ref- um like some rebels in the area
2: right
0: so every once in a while they had to actually go up and shoot some people yeah you know? right. <laughs> which would cost time and money because ko was like we're on a clock and these guys are now flying up because there's a general who was always on like set with them to be like oh they're in the area we got we got to go and they fly off. Mm. So I mean, overall, it was it was an interesting. I, it was you know, it's if you if you care about that. But I brought that up only because like I said, now, that's As a tag, like, "Hey, I bought Ed." I bought it was on Voodoo, Teen Titans Go and DC Superhero Girls Mayhem in the Multiverse. <laughs> <coughs> now, now you know my love for Teen Titans Go, and I was actually in. Um, target not too long ago and i was i had it in my hands the movie it was like 20 bucks and i had a five dollar coupon i'm like well you know 15 dollars it's not bad instead i bought the everything anywhere movie okay okay i started watching it last night i had to stop it because it was i was tired and the movie hits you with a lot going on there's a lot going on in that movie everything and everything all at once yeah i had i bought it i bought
1: i did buy that this week Right. But I didn't watch it yet. And then speaking, though, the, real quick, though, of Teen Titans Go to the Movies, I've been circling around Voodoo, you know, like, the, the uh-huh. things, and I'm, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you know, like, you can see it, and it says, you already bought this, you <laughs> yes, know, like, yes. kind of thing as you're going through, and it's, uh-huh. like, the sale time. And Teen Titans Go to the Movies, it's it's still available for me to buy, and I'm thinking, I could have sworn I owned this movie. Right. Like, it was bothering me, you know? Like, right, right, right. It was at work this week, and it was, sure. it was up on sale this past week, and I'm sitting there going... I swear I own this movie, like it's driving me crazy. Uh-huh. And I every time I get home, I forget to look. Right. So last night, I'm thinking, we're, I'm going through again. I'm going through Voodoo now, right, like the to by, right, right. you know, because it's more of the hunt anymore than really right. watching this shit. Uh-huh. It's just like, like what can I now get? You're a deal? fishing. You're, yeah, fishing. Yeah, you're fishing. So all of a sudden, it's just like, you know what? I saw it again. I'm like, I'm gonna go look. Here, uh-huh. I have it. I never unwrapped it, and I never. Oh. <laughs> I never. Did, so never this, did the code. So I did it right then and there. Like good job. <laughs> I like, good thing I didn't. Good thing I didn't buy this thing. Right, yeah. you
0: didn't buy it digitally. Um, <clears throat> so I bought that. I actually well, when I got home that day, I noticed that it the the that movie the DC DC Girls Seen Titans ago was like eight dollars, and I'm like, oh well, fuck that! I saved myself a whole twelve dollars by buying it digitally. I watched it, it was cute, it was more of a DC superhero girls movie than it was a Teen Titans Go movie. In fact, they kinda of make some jokes about that the only reason why we're in this movie is to help that movie sell. <laughs> 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 and I'm like you <clears throat> <coughs> you know what, you guys aren't that wrong. It was cute, it was you know, it was different. I it made me a slightly interested in watching the DC supergirls show. Only because it's not just about them, Superman's in it, Batman's in it, and they take Batman and Batman talks like this, and he's, he's basically Kenny. <laughs> he's just always grumbling, he's never really saying anything, but they all understand him. I'm like, Kenny. Um, so then I watched, um, I bought from Barnes & Noble for the Criterion Collection thing, so I'll circle back to that. Mm. I did get the Jackie Chan Police Story 1 and 2 uh, bundle. Uh, paid 25 bucks for it because I'm like, well, two movies, 25 bucks, not bad, Criterion Collection. <clears throat> and then I kind of circling around the movie snob in me bought Citizen Kane.
1: <laughs> really? See, the... <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, okay, well okay. I, I got we, we, There's a history. I'm, I'm. 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 gonna. I'm gonna say this. <laughs> say this as quickly as I can uh-huh. for you. Sean has this kind of love-hate relationship with Citizen Kane. He'll deny it or admit it. I don't know. Oh, okay. I, 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 but There's times it's like he goes, I don't see it. I, I don't see it. I don't see, see, see how oh, this is the best movie ever made. It's right. old. Blah, blah, blah. I've got to move on. Like, like, right. you know, like I remember because I remember years ago, you, you we, we talked about classics and uh-huh. all that stuff. And then you were like, yeah, it's always
0: this. the number one at the time of America's top 100 movies from the AFI Company. I don't know if that still is the same thing now. I, just, I don't. I don't know. Um, I think they've changed it. But I, from my understanding, Citizen Kane was always the first one. I'm like, out of all those movies, Citizen Kane, really? <laughs> and then I remember watching it and going, I don't get it because I didn't think it was. Again, maybe it was overhyped. I'm like, yeah, I don't. I'm like, it's black and white. I'm <laughs> like, it's got some different angles, and I'm like, it's it's an old movie. I mean, the movie's over fifty years old at this point.
2: Yeah.
0: And I was like, I don't get it. Right, and I'm like maybe, maybe I I need to like distance myself from something like that. But I also believe that if you're a movie collector, I feel like Citizen Kane happens has to be one of those movies that's in your collection.
1: 1941 is when it came out. Okay, so it's so it is, been it's, it's, it's 80 been, years,
0: 80 years, 81 years. So, <clears throat> I mean, so I was like, it's a 4K transfer. I have not watched it yet. I I happen to be off this week for work. I'm on vacation. So a part of me is going to, like, binge-watch as many movies as I can this week. So expect a long – oh, maybe. <laughs> no. yeah. Here's my intentions, Ed. I um, want to watch the three Godfather movies because I think I talked about getting yeah. them last week. I have yet to sit down and actually watch all three movies. I've seen Godfather 1 and 2 multiple times. I have not seen this recut version of of The three. Coda version, yeah. The Coda version. So the death of Michael Corleone. So I figure, okay, well, now it would be a good time to be, like, I'm be home by myself. Boom! Let's start watching it. Um, Then I also I'm like, well, I have the Police Story one and two. I have, you know, I watched Police Story one the other night. Um, It's a good movie. The only problem I have is that I had to wear my headphones because I I played it through my PS5 because I don't have a Blu-ray player. Um, and the English dub is mono, so I put my headphones on so I could hear it better. And I mean, I could have, I could have the subtitles. But the subtitles don't really sync up well. You know, it'd be right. like, "Hey, sir, stop doing that." And subtitles, "Hey, stop!"
2: Like, right.
0: ah, uh, drives me crazy. Right. So um, I'll probably watch the second one, um, maybe this week. Um, but then I feel like I'm going to watch the Citizen Kane is like a three disc set. I don't know why it's three disc. Well, there's a lot of supplemental stuff. There is, I think, what hooked me into it is there's a, I being a special features nut. There's like a rarely seen BBC documentary going the complete Citizen Kane where it's, like, a whole, like, documentary on the movie. And I'm like, well, I'm kind of interested in that because Orson Welles kind of was, as much as I might be like, meh, about the movie itself,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I, you can't deny that he did a lot of things visually that they are still doing today, like Dutch tilts, the the light between dark and sh- shadows and lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, the narrative, the narrative, of the story, the little like rosebud at the beginning, the final, like, you know, like kind of like what's it about? Oh, you see his whole life, and you find out that it is what it is. You're like, oh, whatever, you know, like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but but there's like some good there's some good commentaries with like Orson Welles himself and some historians, and I'm like the supplemental stuff about it. I think is perks my interest more than the actual movie itself. So okay. I'm like, you know, twenty five bucks, four K resolution. Uh, yeah, sure. It's not going to be a digital. I don't, there's, I wish Criterion would kind of loosen their strings a little bit, you know, and go and, and try to embrace the digital technology that's available. Because none of them, they none of them come with digital copies, and you can't scan them to, you know. There's no disc to digital. Yeah. You know, so there's always that part of me is going. Well, it took them a very long time to embrace Blu-ray technology, let alone fucking. <laughs> you know, like it used to be like, oh well, if you were a Criterion Collection it was laser disc only. <laughs> like I think I still have my "Chasing Amy" Criterion collection on a laser disc.
1: <laughs> I don't have a laser disc. <laughs> I don't have. I, I got. <laughs> but I got the, got the disc. I, I,
0: I mean, I did at the time because I was really snobby about movies. It was yeah. like. It was the best picture, best sound. Sure I had to flip it over. But one day I would get the, you know, the the laser disc player that plays both sides and not have to get up and flip it over like a record, you know.
1: <laughs> so, that's yeah, always funny cuz I always remember there was a there was always this thing where Kevin Smith actually said fuck DVD. Mm-hmm. I think it was like the laser disc. I
0: think it's I think it's on the chasing yeah. Fuck DVD. <laughs> Laser, are is the way to go. And then all of a sudden, Blu-ray comes around. And I think when they put Chasing Amy on Blu-ray, he went back, he, he, he talked about that and made a joke. He's like, ah, back then I said, what do I know? Like, blah, blah, blah. Right. Now, this is the, you know. And then makes a joke about it. It's <clears throat> so, like, little did you know, like Blu-ray technology, be, and I think that the Criterion Collection organization is still kind of, like they're not embracing new technology.
1: Well, it's it's it gets tougher and tougher because you you when like like people don't understand like it's like oh you just put it on Blu Ray like what's the big deal right, right. you
0: what's know it's watching how they they had a restored Godfather I'm like it, it's a lot it's different. a painstaking
1: it's, process because they have to go through frame by frame right and clean, and it, up. clean it up and do colorizations and you know not colorizations right. but color like matches color it. matching yeah that, that kind uh-huh. of stuff so you're you're, you're going through so it takes it takes. Like a half hour could take months, right, you know, like right, to right. do. And, you know, and like, in. so you imagine like a long film like, like this, the, those movies, you're going, yeah, this is going to take a while. So, so then to do that, it's possible. But then they like to go the extra mile. I mean, like, that's why, like, you buy a criterion. It's not just because it's, it's a higher quality movie. It's, you know, odds are it might not be because it was DVD, but the Blu ray is because. But the the thing is, is that they have all those extras, and then it's like they might want to go. Well, let's clean those up, you know, like you now, and, and you right. know, and put that in a Blu-ray format because you're 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 paying that extra money. You might as well get your money's worth, you know, kind of thing. So it becomes a higher expense. So they go, well, we can't do this because we don't want to charge somebody a god, you know, thing for a movie that you know. Because I mean, remember VHS back in the day when Blockbuster, and you wouldn't—you really were renting movies. You couldn't buy them for the most part, right? And if you did, it was like a hundred bucks, right? You know, like a hundred and something, you know, for a movie on a VHS tape, like you know, like like let like the people that don't know what VHS tape was before Blu-ray and before
0: LaserDisc. Yes, I got the Blu-ray version because <laughs> I'm looking here. I'm like right from the Criterion Collection. No, that's the one I have. Um, it's uh it's three discs, so maybe it is just Blu-ray, but it says it's a 4K uh, transfer. 4K digital restoration, uncompressed monorail soundtrack. Uh, in, the four, in the 4K in the 4 edition, one disc is film presented in Dolby V. I have to take a look, because they say, according to the the 4K U, UHD Blu-ray combo, apparently it's four discs, and I only have three discs. Son of a bitch! <laughs> Son of a bitch! Son of a bitch! Um, three audio commentaries from 2021 featuring Orson Welles scholars... James Nearmore and Jonathan Rosenbaum, uh, from 2002, featuring filmmaker Peter Bogdanovich, and from 2002, featuring film critic Roger Ebert. Uh, then there's the complete Citizen Kane, a 1991 rarely seen feature-length BBC documentary. There you go. Right. Uh, new interviews with fa- uh, critics Ferris Smith, Veron Smith, uh, and film scholar. Uh, new video essay by Orson Welles scholar Robert Carringer new program on the film special effects by film scholars blah 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 interviews from the 1990s with a whole bunch of people new documentaries featuring archival f- interviews with wells uh interviews would act it's like it's a heart of age a brief silent film made by wells as a student in 1934 there is just a shit i mean i have am um, plus deluxe package including a written essay blah 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 <laughs> i mean that's the
1: thing like i think one of the things I'm going to say this now this is going to be probably a, a, a big thing to say I think that Criterion is going to die eventually like I'm not saying like next month or right, right year now. but you know, because I think because of the way it is, this hype, because Arrow is now, there's another company, Arrow is coming on. They're like the new kids on the block. Right. Because right. like for a while, like I didn't know what Arrow was. I'm like, why are they re-releasing this movie that they right. like, you know like they get the distribution rights and re-release it. But here they're, they're doing the same thing as Criterion. They're trying to get extras in there, you know, and it's more like, because like some of, if you look at some of the Criterion stuff that comes out, like, because I can tell you, I can, I can actually probably every week Give you a new Criterion movie,
0: well, yeah. I, the I'm, titles, looking, I'm at Criterion's website, and October some, October 11th, Arsenic and Old Lace is coming out. Just right. <laughs> so
1: saying, like, like there's there's movies on there. You're going, I, I don't know what the title is. I have no idea what it's about or whatever. Right. It's a movie they pick for some reason. There was a reason for it. It's not you know, it's not just the right. you know random like. Oh, Apparently, what's they
0: to? redid Blowout um, available with John Travolta and Nancy Allen.
1: Yeah, um, I wanted that one. It's you can't get it. Like it's it's it's. Sold out, and I think it's out of print on the Criterion collection. That is a phenomenal movie if you haven't seen
0: it. Uh, Ed, you really should go to Barnes & Noble by the uh, Chamonix Mall because I think I saw it there. They
1: the, the, <laughs>
2: there because
0: I looked, I looked
1: online. I didn't, I didn't want to go, I don't want to drive over to because it's like, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, it's, I, I like that movie. I have it, I have it in a like John Travolta three pack, you know. Oh, right I of, think
0: I, maybe I did buy the Criterion collection for that one when yeah. it first came out because I think this is a re release. You know, or like an, a new because I remember I I own that movie. I just don't remember what version of it. I have to look at it now. Yeah, <laughs> but
1: it's really because it's from it's a it's filmed in Philadelphia, right. Back is in it? the seventies, I think it's it's 76,
0: So it happens during the bicentennial of uh, the bicentennial parade that we had.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think Brian De Palma. Directed Brian De Palmer is direct does direct you know, it and. Phenomenal! Uh,
0: it's a phenomenal movie. Basically, um, John Travolta plays a sound guy, and he's out one night, and he's trying to capture sounds in the middle of the night, and all of a sudden, he witnesses an accident of a car flying off a bridge, landing in the water, uh, high-profile, you might want to say this sounds very familiar and factual, high-profile political figure, and a, a woman. Woman's dead. Or I think the, no, the no po- political figure is not there, but a woman's dead.
1: No, the political figure was in the car. He's dead. He's dead. Yeah, she's... Surprised. All right, she's she's the witness. Yeah.
0: Right, and then he... John Travolta finds out that while trying to edit this sound, he hears what he thinks is a gunshot. Right. Right before the accident. So now he thinks, oh my God, this is this was an assassination, not a random accident. He's trying to... He, but all while this is going on, John Lithgow is the killer who's hired to take him out. Right. You know, and it's, it's a phenomenal movie. It's great. I mean, yeah, Brian De Palma... One thing, it's built suspense and drama. And there are some scenes in there where you're just going, oh, my God. What's going to fucking happen? Because
1: right. <laughs> Nancy, Nancy Ellen plays like she plays a prostitute. Right. And, and the, you know, of course, the senator or the whatever, the, the the government official. And then there's a friend that likes, likes the hospital because John Travolta saves her. her. Uh-huh. He's gone. He's, he's, he, he couldn't right. save her, but he could, couldn't save him, but he could save her because she was still alive. Gets her out of the water. You know, the amulets comes and all that kind of stuff. And they tell him to forget about it. And then, of course, he can't forget about it because he, it's going through his head. So he ends up – they end up, like, destroying all of his sound. Like, all, the, all this – Right. He's a sound guy for a horror studio. Uh, you know, and, and they wipe out all his – things and here he had like another copy of it and you know he's going through this whole thing right. and he, you know he's figuring out I, 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 I'm like trying to remember I think there's a way they, they got film of it and they show where the tire gets shot at and all this kind uh-huh. of stuff and it comes out and then, like it's during the celebration that it, they're chasing each other so they're flying through these like parades you know and you know <laughs> it, it's a phenomenal movie and it really is it's one of those movies it's like you watch it, and you're going wow that was amazing like I like Brian De Palmer a lot of his stuff. Like, yeah. A
0: lot. One of my favorite movies is Body Double. In oh, f- yeah, yeah. In fact, Brian De Palma was the first person to direct the very first Mission Impossible movie with yes. Tom Cruise. Yes, I, like That's one of the reasons why I wanted to go see it, because I, I like the De Palma as a director. Yeah. One of the very few du- directors, I'd be like, oh, he's directing? Oh, I'm interested. Yeah. You know, most of the time, it's like, who's in it? Yeah, right. But as a director, I'm going, he's going oh, I like some of his stuff, so I think I'll watch it. You know? Yeah. Of course, it's Mission Impossible, so, you know... All right. So, uh, what else are they?
1: they, Speaking of Imagine Impossible, because on Pluto, they're showing the first Mission Impossible, Brian Uh DePoto, and then Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol. And, I mean, like, they run them back to back. So, if you're watching this, I happen to watch Double Feature, and you can really see the difference between those two movies, like how different they are, like, in a lot of, like, shots and stuff like that. Well, I
0: I think that happens because, like, well, like we said, Brian De Palma did the first one, so while it had action sequences, it was more very much spy intrigue, you know, and that's what De Palma does best. The second one is directed by John Woo. (laughs) Action (laughs) galore. galore, White doves flying all over, Tom Cruise on a motorcycle, doing stunts and shit, and you're going. And it crushed, I think, in the movie also. So, at that point I'll go, Oh, we're making more movies like this. That other one's an art film compared to the second one. Right. <laughs> and then the third one you get JJ Abrams, who does the third one. Yeah. And the only reason why he gets the gig is because Tom Cruise likes alias. Yeah. So he's like, I want to work with that guy because I like his show. Can we get him on board to direct a new one? And JJ was like, Okay, fine. That's how he gets famous bigger than what he would have been just on TV mm-hmm. but that's the one with um um what's Jennifer Gardner Jennifer Gardner well that's the TV show I'm trying to think of the new the third uh, one Michael
1: C4 Michael C Michael
0: Seymour Hoffman it's Philip Seymour Hoffman Phil <laughs> you know and he's like yeah I'm my girlfriend I'm gonna hurt her you yeah. know like he's just he, he doesn't really know how to play like a bad guy but he's really bad in this movie yeah. it's, and then you know then the fourth and fifth uh, I think there's only five I think you know the sixth one I'm trying to, I think there's six. The ghost, the one with the... Six, yeah. Ghost
1: Protocol, Syndicate, and uh, the... And the
0: last one is what we call Henry Cavill cocking his arms. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, and still, I'll watch every single one of those. I don't care. Don't care.
2: <laughs> when
0: seventh comes out, he'll be there. Right? That's right. I'll be like, yeah, Tom Cruise! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I also bought... Um. Well, I I told you about this one. Um. As, as we've talked about going on Voodoo we kind of do the fishing like okay well, what's it like it's the weekend what are the weekend deals blah blah yeah. blah you know the $5 dollars four ninety nine weekend deals what, what you got what you got right. what you got <clears throat> I will say that I'm annoyed with their format at the moment because when I look at my wish list, it doesn't tell me what's on sale.
1: Right. That's that. I, I was going to say that because it's right. like like I, they had it before where you would actually give you um, the pricing
0: on it, and you would say okay, and they would show the sale on it, and you would know. I do like the fact that they did say you bought this. Like I'm like yeah. oh okay, that's a nice little thing. But I would also like to know on my wish list. What is on sale? Right. Like I shouldn't have to be like oh let me go look through this and scroll through that. Now, what it makes me do is it makes me look through all that and go, oh, I didn't know that was so going Suddenly, let me flag that as a must like on my list so that way if I ever circle back around that it's cheap, I'll buy it. Hey. But I was looking at <clears throat> this week, uh, this past week, J- uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League hit digital for purchase for the first time. Okay. It's 15 bucks. And i part of me is like, well, I kind of want to buy it. Fifteen bucks, little, little man. man.
1: Put that shit. Now in apparently,
0: my hand. according to if you buy the digital version, it also comes with the Justice's Gray Edition too. That's where he takes all the color out, yeah. um, even all all of his color out of this movie. <laughs> and a part of me is like, well, I will probably never watch that, but I want to make sure they have it. So like I said last week, I I looked on movies anywhere, and I'm like, okay, well, I don't see that as a bonus feature. And on Voodoo it doesn't have a bonus feature, so I don't really know is there is there a problem? So I go to Reddit. Where I you know I, I look up voodoo and there's a bunch of people talking and, and I noticed a little headline full series uh, Superman the animated series full uh, complete series ten dollars and I'm like get the fuck out of here <laughs> so I go and I look and <laughs> oh, I'm like and I look at it and I'm like oh my god it is ten bucks hold on for a second like and I look at season one season one's ten there's three seasons both season one two and three are all ten dollars. However, the complete series is also ten dollars, yeah. and I'm like, "Fuck that!" I'm buying it. <laughs> like, it wasn't even. It was one of those moments where it's like, "Well, I have Batman: The Animated Series, and the Superman: Animated Series was is a good companion piece because yeah. they even had like the world's finest the crossover movie that they did. They broke it down, you know. It's, right. it's, and I really enjoyed that show, and I was it was on my wish list. I just recently, like not too long ago, got like all the Justice League cartoon, you uh-huh. know, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. So I'm like, I'm kind of, and I have Batman Beyond. So I've been slowly collecting all the superhero stuff from that time frame, the yeah. '90s. Superman is just on the list. I'm like, well, for ten bucks, fuck that, I'm buying it. Right, boom, right. ten bucks. I immediately text Ed, hey, just to let you know, in case if you're interested, the entire run of Superman is. I this has got to be a mistake. But according to Voodoo, it's only ten bucks for all three seasons. I bought it. It's true. Like, no, I don't know. because like, when I saw the when I saw the Reddit format form, it was like already a day late. And I'm like, oh shit! I hope they don't fucking catch it. I'm hope. Like, oh, what's the repercussions if you buy it? Like, right. are they gonna be like, oh, you know what? Fuck you guys. You know, we're only gonna give you one season because yeah, you got us. Right. But I'm like, well, I bought the whole season. I got for ten bucks. I'm in. I'm gonna pass this information on to Ed. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's interested in it. Maybe he's not. I know it's ten bucks. He'd be a sucker not to buy it. <laughs> you know, even if he doesn't even watch it, he's gonna buy it because it's ten dollars. <laughs> so that's the thing. I
2: you know, get this
1: text and he shows. He actually took a screenshot of it. Off, uh-huh. You know, to show it off and I'm right thinking, to prove it. To prove it, I'm thinking ten bucks Jesus Christ all three seasons for ten dollars I'm like that's gotta be a mistake like like you said uh-huh. like you know kind of thing. it's going through my head you know I kind of think I'm at work you know we right. and, all. and I'm like I'd be stupid not to buy this <laughs> right? so I bought it and then I then like as soon as I bought it I go when the fuck am I gonna watch this <laughs> because <laughs> like you like I have the Batman anime series I have Batman Beyond I have the original 66 Batman right. series uh-huh. you know I have Wonder Woman the right. complete series I bought the Wonder Woman yeah. complete series
0: like I'm, I'm circling around whether or not like I keep thinking about getting the physical edition of I have all the Supernaturals because I have the whole complete Supernatural run on Blu-ray that Stacy bought me came with a digital code so I have all 15 seasons digitally I'm like I'm never gonna get to watch me that shit but I need it, and now there's a Smallville one out too because it's like the tenth anniversary, and I'm like, it's all on Blu-ray, digital. It's first time it's on Blu-ray. It's got like a digital code. It's a nice box set. I'm going. It's like a hundred bucks. I'm going. I need that. <laughs> I need that. You know, just to, just to have it because I'm. not it ten seasons? It's ten seasons for hundred bucks. I believe so. With for digital. Right with the with the, it was like yeah. I believe so. I mean, the movies, the series, ten years old at this point. I, I, now you're making me go to Google. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon Prime. <laughs> so, well, here's
1: the thing. like You're going, all right, well, that's 10 seasons for $100. bucks. you are going, that's so that 10 bucks a season. That's 10 bucks a season. Right, right. Like, now, it's easy math. And you're going, wait, there's a digital company with that as well? Uh-huh. So you're going, technically, it's now $5 a season because it's $5 right. for the digital and $5 for the physical tenants. right? So now you're like, like, how can you pass
0: that off? Right now on Amazon, it because it was on sale. It is now $131, oh, okay. free shipping. So they bumped it because I think it was like a prime day. It was a prime day sale. Like, sale, okay. I'm like, no, this is – I haven't – I'm going to go look. I'm a prime member. Maybe it's on sale. Uh, uh, uh. Yep, $130. It's 27% off because the list price is $180. Yeah. So even still, at $130, bucks, i am like, hmm, I could have it here by Tuesday. If I order within two uh, two hours and forty nine minutes, That's thirteen bucks a, a season, season. It's in stock <laughs> For that price. Of I don't. I don't have. I don't got that kind of money yet. Next paycheck, <laughs> I have to kind of. Which gets me to back to like my my obnoxious like I I want to buy the I'm going to buy the Zack Snyder Justice League. At some point, I will probably do it this week, <laughs> like because I I have it on Blu-ray. I have you got to watch it on Blu-ray though? Mm. Uh, but a part of me, I bought it because I thought it would come with a digital code. We talked about <laughs> it on the show. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Like I bought it thinking would come with a digital. I'm like, oh, okay. Worst case scenario, with we'll just a uh, digital disc. Maybe I'll try that when I get home. No, you know, it <laughs> doesn't work. It doesn't. You to try it? Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> of course. <laughs> And <laughs> so I was like, all right, well... I did it, I did it that night. That <laughs> night. I, got, I, got, I got, wait, there's no fucking code in this? Motherfucker. Right. Oh, <laughs> right, well, now, well, now that it's digitally, maybe there is a code. Like, maybe they did the... I remember buying the movie going, oh, there's no code. Well, I should be able to the di- digital the disc it, And Warner Brothers was like, nope, fuck you. Now, that's probably because they HBO Max. So now I'm um, like, well, now that it is on digital, can you actually buy it? Now, here's the problem, though, is... Will you be able to scan the Blu-ray and get because it's only it's the 4K version only? So Ed's gonna Ed's gonna find out. Ed's gonna I, I can see it from I can see it from across the room. I'm gonna go over there. Probably not. But while that being said, uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna buy that just because I want to watch it again. I don't know why. I guess because I feel like it's part of it's something that needs to be owned. <laughs> <laughs> Again, <laughs> it sounds terrible. It does. It's like Ed. This week I was and I bought Citizens cane, and I followed it up with buying Teen Titans Go and DC Supergirls. <laughs> it sounded terrible. Uh, also, I did try something. This is, you're, gonna, you're gonna laugh hysterically. And I'm I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of adventurous when it comes to food sometimes. Yeah, and especially when it comes to Oreos. Oreos has got a new flavor out. It's a limited edition flavor, Ed. Okay. It is the Neapolitan Oreo.
1: (laughs) Neapolitan Oreo. Get this.
0: It is a a graham cracker kind of cookie. All right? Uh But it has three levels of cream, Ed. A strawberry cream, a vanilla cream, and a chocolate cream.
2: (laughs) So so I'm like...
0: (laughs) That sounds disgusting. It, it, it's, it's fine. It's, it's not fine. It's, it's not horrible, but it's, <laughs> I, I ate it. <laughs> I still have the like, guy. I think like uh, a sleeve left. <laughs> 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 it's not a lot. It's now he's he's now walking over. He's now looking at the. He's getting his this to digital his voodoo account open. He's gonna go see. I'm kind of curious to see if uh, uh, what do you call it a uh, Superman still in sale. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Um, I also well, I also I didn't buy a game. I downloaded a game. Uh, Stray finally came out. Okay. Um, I'm figuring out know, why you're doing that. I figure I'll talk about that. Um, <clears throat> it's because um, I think it's available to download for free if you have the upper tier. I'm not sure, and you might have to go check. I don't know if it's a PlayStation 5 only game. I know it was a free to play game. And it's a
1: PlayStation 4 game. It's going out for $29.99. Okay. Or okay. Something
0: like that, and, and if you are uh, one of those, if you upgraded your Plus membership to like the premium membership, which I have only by luck, not by choice, it was free to download. It's free to play. Mm-hmm. So I downloaded it and I'm like, all right, I'm playing it. it the game is. Um, Part of me is glad that I'm I'm playing it for free, and the, I say that mainly because the game is short. I think uh, there's a, there's an actual trophy for being able to beat the game in under two hours. Okay, so t- to me that means like all right. So the game there's, there's if they're if they're willing to promote the fact that it can take you can beat this game in under two hours, I think it's worth the thirty dollars. Like I. I it's a fun game. It's cute. Um, I do like there's a nice little trophy where you can, if you nap for an hour as a cat, you get a, you get a, you get a trophy. There's like a little, um, there's a, my favorite one right now is the Catastrophe trophy that I got where you see these robots and they're playing Mahjong and you can jump on the table and knock, up, knock over all the things off the table and they're like, oh, they get mad. <laughs> you can kind of be kind of like a jerk. (laughs) As as a cat, you're like, meow. And you can meow, too. You're like, meow, 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 meow. (laughs) Apparently, a lot of people like taking TikTok videos with their cat while they're playing as the cat, meowing to see their cat's reactions. Um, The gameplay is not super hard. There are some puzzle elements to it, obviously. Um, There's some third-person shooter aspect to it. A little bit, because you have a... You're like, well, Sean, how do you, what's this game about? You are, it's in the future, you're a cat, and you have three siblings. And you start off on, like, a little adventure, and you're, like, above ground. You're, like, walking through what looks like a forest. Mm -hmm. Well, something happens, you jump across this pipe, um, and the pipe gets loose. You fall down a hole, and you basically fall into an underground um, world, basically. Right. Um, Filled with nothing but robots. Automated. Nope. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, okay. <laughs> and, finally, and, finally and they switched
1: they, switch, they switch the just the digital thing. Right, it's like, like
0: you got to take a photo of it and then go through a website. It's like who the who, uh, fandango you guys are fucking Yeah, cuz it was it was perfect before. It was fine before. You guys are just fucking it up. Um but you're well. You're not the only game in town. Movies anywhere is, is you know, definitely <laughs> Yeah, but you can't scan the <laughs> digital. Right, right. So right. You can't. You got to look and you got you got to search them out. Yeah. Um, so, like, you you land in this world, and you find out that there's all these robots. And the first thing you you come across is that someone's asking for help. Apparently, as a cat, you can understand English. You can read it. And you, you can understand basic commands. I don't know how. Whatever. It's a. It's. I would say it's like a. It's more like a game mechanic. Like you see a sign that says help and there's like a cat flashy kind of like a, a cat face mm. and like an arrow so you, you have no choice but to go that way mm. and you come across um, a little robot <clears throat> that needs your help and that he can uh, translate all the other robots language and you basically your idea your your goal is to get back to your family so you have to go through this underground world to reach the top basically to be to get you know, come through the underground. Um, but he'll and he'll help you. And like you got this little backpack kind of thing where it's like a charge thing where he sits in until you need him. Like, oh look, there's a robot. And the robot's like and the thing pops up and says, Well he said I'd like you to help me out with something. Um and then there's like a storyline and the idea basically is um the world that you're in, there's no human beings because the human beings have either gone all the way up to the surface mm. Or have died out because of overpopulation and pollution. There's like a like a little moral story to it, Mm -hmm. you know, and that the robots were designed to like as not not servants, but they definitely had um, jobs, and that they eventually became sentient and become AI, and they've lived their own lives, and they still do things in. Like there's a guy who still runs a bar, and this person is painting a wall. You know, like they're
1: right. They still got tests. And they that still do their
0: jobs, and this is kind of like their home, so they are take care of it now. And a lot of it's in like, well, we we still keep keep care of it because of this is what our human counterparts would have wanted, right? You know, but there's always this longing for everyone to go above the surface because you know nuclear war, whatever, whatever that the a surface is bad. Mm. But you kind of as a cat, you kind of start off on the surface, so it can't because it can't be too bad. But that's kind of like the 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 crux of the storyline because now the robots, some of the robots are like, well, some of them already took the adventure up there, but we we've lost them. We don't know where they're at. So, hey, if you're gonna go up there, can you can you send a message up to them? Like, no. you know, some are like, well, I can't do that. I'm too scared to go up there. And some are like, oh, I wish I can go with you, and but I'm stuck here now because I can't make it across this thing. But you, your cat, you're light and you're agile. Go on without me. You know, yeah. like. Go save my friends. Go say hi to my friends who left me because I was too scared as a robot. You know? <laughs> you know? So, um, um, right now, I'm um, in, I think they call it the mid, like the, I think I'm halfway through the, the game because I'm in, like, midtown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, I'm in midtown get a trophy for entering midtown. i feel like, I feel like I'm halfway done the game, Mid. You know, I I think I'm like four hours in the plane, but that's because I'm trying to look for everything, like every nook and cranny. The the robot has um, there's collectibles. He's got a memory. Without spoiling what his kind of subplot is about who what that robot is and who he is, and how he fits into the story of the grand scheme of things. But you know, so I guess if you're going to look for everything, take your time. It's kind of you know there's exploratory missions, but I think that maybe after I get done. I'm I'm if I can get all the other trophies, maybe I'll try for that, that speedrun trophy just be just because. You know? Like
1: I was uh I watched a show on um well it was it's not on them anymore, but it used to be on Animal Planet. It was called um My Cat from Hell. Okay and the host of a guy named Jackson Galaxy and he was a cat behaviorist is what okay. you call him, you know, a guy saying right. he took care of cats basically. And he would know based off of what the cats were doing that you know like because some cats like in a house would like attack somebody right or you know or pee somewhere that you know they want right. that to stop so he was the guy who they would call on to, to do this so they made a show out of it right for like five or six seasons five or six right. years if they did this and he does a youtube channel now like like right. he's yeah he's like everybody else like you know he's youtube famous now right but, like, I still watch him occasionally because, like, there's some behaviors that I'm curious about with cats and stuff. Right, and all and I, right. and, I, and I go through that. But he actually played Stray. Like, okay. you know, type of thing. So, okay. that's what I'm getting at. This is the point of gotcha. the story. But I actually was watching it because, I, like, I was thinking about buying it myself. Uh-huh. And I didn't know if it came out physically or not. And, and I, I
0: think physically it's supposed to come out in September. Yeah,
1: okay, yeah, because... Because the date did the date got pushed back because we did say it came out last week which right. it did
0: fit digitally it's right.
1: there but type of thing so I was thinking about going and getting more money on a you know the PlayStation card and basically right. and and then and then buying this game because it, it's like he made me more interested in playing this game I actually like like choked up a little bit especially when there's a the beginning of the the thing there's your with your cat right, right and, stuff, uh-huh. and
0: you fall right that fall you're like <gasps> you're like he lands he looks like he lands kind of hard and he gets him. he kind of lifts a little bit it. I'm like he's the hero you can't just kill him off <laughs> but there's a couple moments in the story he gets kind of thr- like um he gets um there is these little things that gets kind of like it gets kind of scary at times <laughs> and i'm like oh no run run little guy run <laughs> so but he
1: was he was noticing like how the eyes dilated and how the right. ears are and then every time that they're He's going to make a jump. He looks up. Like, uh, yeah, the, the
0: mechanics are super good.
1: So they, they says it's really spot on for a cat, like right. the cat behaviors, <laughs> like like these people that developed the game and made the game are cat lovers, right? So like like one one's modeled out for one of their cats, you know, like type of thing. So they really put a lot of effort and time right. into the cat aspect of it, right? To figure out. So like if you if you're not like a cat person. You know. uh,
0: there are going to be a lot of people who think that this game should not exist because they're like, well, you're a cat. You don't need to do anything, and what's the point? You're like, yeah, you're right. It's That's why it's an independent title, and that's why it's 30 bucks." Right? I mean, you got 30 bucks to spend. I, I feel like I lucked out by having the, the premium PlayStation Plus thing so I can actually play it for free. But it, had I known it would have been a $30 physical item, I probably still would have bought it because I feel like the game's actually kind of fun. It's not like super hard. It's definitely. I tried playing it today, but I'm. I was definitely in like a relaxed state because I'm playing. I'm starting to go. Okay, what, what? Why am I walking through this wall? Like, <laughs> like I don't see the cat. In the, right, hit the wall and he's still walking because you're right. pushing the controller. Know, I, I'm still doing the pushing the controller. And I'm like, what? What? <sighs> like, I'm like, I'm like, I had to stop because there's music, but the music's kind of like. Casual, and it's not like there's no, there's no real risk, and there's no way to keep your adrenaline pumped. There's no like intense a, music, and no right, like heart right. pounding. Da, 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 there's none of that. It's right. more like, la, 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 la. like you're like, oh, I just take a cat nap right here. <laughs> so, yeah. Also, there is one more thing I, I forgot to tell you. Um, I got new sneakers. Did you? Yes, I did, Ed. I'm wearing them right now. Are you? I wore them especially because I wanted to come. I knew I was coming on the show. And like, okay, <laughs> you're like <laughs> every right now. Everyone's going. This, this one, Daddy, i real thing. Why is Sean talking about his shoes? Because you're gonna like them. They're the Star Wars collection. <laughs> they are. Uh huh. They're skater shoes. <laughs> what? Uh uh, uh. 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 I gotta get my headphones off for this one because I gotta stretch out. <laughs>
1: uh. <laughs> I saw these. I did see these like a while ago. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. look at that. It, uh, there's, there's,
0: there's different, there's different. Yeah,
1: that is awesome. I did see these sneakers.
0: <laughs> Stacy got them for me. Yeah, she, she's in the bind <laughs> We, she, she's like, well, what do you think about these shoes? And I'm like, well, they're nice. There's a couple of, there was like some uh, other like m- models. Mm. And she's like, I, there's a couple I like, but she picked this one. She's like, I think this one will, is more you, and I think that if you're gonna wear them, it's little. They're like, she's like, but they're chunky shoes because they're skater shoes. I'm like, I'm a skater boy. <laughs> I skate up, get get my board out, do some ollieing around the around the house. And she's just like, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, like what? You know? It's a see you later, boy. Happy the skater boy. <laughs> Uh, I was like, right, well, and I, had, I don't really, didn't really want to wear it to work because I wasn't sure how they were going to feel. Today It was like actually the first I actually wore them all day because Stacy and I, as I said, I'm off for the week. But you know, first day of vacation, we gotta get up early, Sean, to do food shopping for the week. <sighs> Can I just sleep in? No, it's going to be like a gazillion degrees outside, so it's better we go shopping early. Yeah, guess you're right. <laughs> you know? get up at 8.30 in the morning to go food shopping <laughs> like on a Sunday Eesh. yeah I know well we, well we wake up was sleeping a little later it was like the, we went, We had to go up <sighs> I feel like this we just completely derailed the show um I drink uh, and every once in a while you hear me go this show is brought to you by Clear American Black Cherry you know fizzy water right well, I'm trying to cut back on this stuff because I feel like I'm getting kind of bloaty and burpy and yeah. stuff like that. So, Stacey talked me into trying more – drinking more water. Right. Actual water, you know. Water. Water. So, I needed to get myself – like, she wanted me to get one of, like, the Yeti cups that she has. Um, So, that way, like, I can just refill it at home. I told her what I'll do is I'll use that at home and take these to work because I feel like the one at home, I can fill up more. I, I need to see my level of drink. Yeah. So I can, I can gauge how like when I need to go get a refill. I don't really like going like let me go. F- oh shit, there's nothing yeah. in here. So today we went out to Dick's Sporting's Goods to get myself a Yeti cup in. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I got myself a Yeti cup, and while we we're out there, we went to holiday to do some food shopping. You know, so I had to, I brought my I wear my new you know my my new DCs my skater Boy shoes to break them in. I'm like, I'm afraid, though. I'm like, I like that they're black, and they got the you know the Empire logo on it. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs>
1: it's got Arabish on it, written on it. Right.
0: I'm like, that's right. It says, fuck you, bitch, on it. That one does. That I don't even know what it's supposed to say. It says dark side. It does? Yeah. Nice. So, you, obviously, you read it. I didn't. <laughs> I was like, that. pretty. I like that. <laughs> Actually, I read it before. did
1: uh, <laughs> not like I can read right. Arabish. No, I,
0: I, I've studied Arabish. It's like the it's, people, it's, it's the people it's, who study Elfish. Because you're Lord of the Rings fans. <laughs>
1: I've tried a couple of times because it's like because there's a there's an area in Disney that they're both Disney World and Disneyland right. that have Star Wars land and stuff's written in Arabish. right? And it's just like yeah, like you know, I if there's a translator you can take a picture right. of it and, right. and, I, and I put in English, right? I, you know, I do that more than I you know read it because I like I have the alphabet and I try you know, and it's just like it's so hard. You're like you have to be.
0: So my shoes say Dark Side on them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh! <laughs> I mean, they're nice. I like them. You yeah. know, they're not. I they mean, it's you know, I'm like, get my skateboard out. 52 year old man running a <laughs> skateboard going, "What's up, dude? Got Ollie my way. Got my half pipe going on." <laughs> Van life for uh, I would love to
1: see like two like sixteen year olds sh- standing <laughs> there with their <that> board <laughs> you doing? Because you're probably gonna have like the knee pads, the shoulder Do pads, my <laughs> <laughs> and flips, helmet, got my elbow pads <laughs> on, <laughs> and you're like, and it's like you're just like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: pop on oh my
1: shit. <laughs> but you're like, you're skating. Ankles. You're really walking the board. Right. One foot's on the board and the other one's like, right. Just
2: Bunch of kids letting me go. Look at
0: that old man go. Go, old man. Let's
2: see. Let's, let's, let's Trying try to let's, pop let's, up onto the rail,
0: like the real tall, short, the, the rail that's like two inches off the ground. I can get there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 Oh, it's a good thing I brought my elbow pads. <laughs> <laughs> Except I was, I'll do it in like booty shorts. <laughs> like I'll be dressed like from the 70s. <laughs> Polyester
1: right. losers. Right. <laughs> With the bell bottoms. Right.
0: Oh. Oh, I'll, get the, I'll get my, my headphones on. Like, oh, that's <laughs>
1: right. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: it's got this wire. Right. <laughs> 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 hey, old man, what you get out of the way? Fuck you, man. Scary boy lifestyle for real, yo. <laughs>
2: That's
0: right, I'm a slacker. Always will happen, always will be.
2: Shh, shh, shh. <laughs>
0: Some 80 year old guy's. Look at that young woman snapper! Fuck you, old man. You can't tell me laying down, man. You don't know nothing about me. You can't tell me what to do.
2: Shh.
0: <laughs> don't go too fast downhill. As a like,
2: Whoa. <laughs> That's
1: steep. How steep? How steep? You think? About
0: <laughs> two degrees. Oh my goodness, how huh? Good thing I brought my <laughs> knee pads. Got my helmet on. That's okay. It's my Star Wars helmet. <laughs> <laughs> it's got sparkles on it, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, that's
2: great. Uh,
0: so and like I said, I'm gonna be spending a lot of time indoors. <laughs> so I'm gonna spend a lot of time watching TV. Oh, I also should be getting my copy of uh Doctor Strange two uh tomorrow. Just- so am I. Oh, look at you! I'm you getting get... from Disney. So. Oh, I'm getting it from Best Buy. <laughs> I'm getting the, the the Best Buy Steelbook edition.
1: No, no, we're, ours is a regular Blu-ray, uh, but it comes with a lithograph, right? Because Disney's like that's right. that's how they get you there. You know, right. give you a free shit. You know, with it, you're like, oh, you want it? It's gonna be normal price, but we'll give it to you
0: to you know with this. I, and you that. know what? I would probably if it wasn't like if I was in the movie club I'd probably go that way too with all the movies like Thor Thor Love and Thunder is coming out soon I'm, I'm assuming at some point you know I know it's in theaters but let's face it probably within the month it'll be on fucking Disney yeah Play. late
1: year late year is the next one because I because <clears throat> actually I bought <laughs> that's the thing I bought Bob's Burgers okay from them because they have it you know cause right because they own it because they own Fox. Fox right so I got it and it looked like Somebody like like elbowed it, oh, you know, that sucks. Thing. or it was in a puddle of water because the cardboard slugged. Oh. Uh, was like, you know, that weird Did you feeling. Contact Disney saying- so I contacted them right away. No, Disney is very good. Like they'll go, they like we'll send you a replacement like out right away. Now I couldn't wait. Like I'm very impatient. So I actually went to target and bought it, uh, the movie, and then I call them. I'm like, right. hey, you know, blah, blah blah. And I, you know, you lie. You go, well, yeah, my family was overzealous. They really wanted to see this movie, so they bought it. You know, and right. blah, blah blah. So they're gonna, they're gonna, they refunded my money already. Oh, that's nice. And they're gonna send the label out to to ship to it back. Ship back right? Right. Then I'd
0: be like, no, you can keep it. We'll send you a replacement. Nope, you got to send it back. Like, right. So I'm like,
1: I'm like, I, I didn't tear the package, so I could just retape it with nice. the, the label on it and okay. stick it right back in the mail. But that's like, it's, Disney's good that way. But let I me mean, say, like, if you buy two of their regular price films, like, after that, you buy one, you get one 50% off, right. like kind of thing. So, like, you get... Their little movie
0: clubs, not bad. Right. But I've gotten, again, I've gotten kind of snobby now, because I have I'm buying... I've, I've evolved? Or devolved? I don't know. Part of me is like, well, if I'm going to buy a movie, it's got to be a steel book, 4K. Like well, they say they have those. Right. They say
1: they have the steel four Ks, you know, because right. that's their feature of the month. Usually, is they're they're passing off the four Ks, are trying Ooh. to get everybody updated to the four right. K uh, type of thing. But like, I don't have four K, so right. I'm not, you know, jumping. You just
0: have a PS Five, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> it's got an, it's got a natural four K Blu Ray it. That's that's the, you know. <laughs> but I need a four K TV. You, know. you don't have to. You don't have to. You'll still upscale to UH, It'll still upscale to your highest. It'll still be 1080p. You know, it'll still be, your your TV be fine. <laughs> it's not going to be like, oh well, your TV is not compatible with the PS5, so we're not going to play at all. No, it'll just play at the highest resolution for your TV. That's all. That's all. <laughs> Look at me upselling.
2: No, Ed, I might still have some. You're to work. Your vacation. That's
0: right. Guys, stop. Guys, stop. Stop selling. Stop. <laughs> I mean, they real. You know, the digital version. Well, the physical version. I think we had uh, it was like seven hundred bucks. That was a bundle, right? It was a bundle. It was the system, a color, a controller of your choice. Um, it came with a seventy-five dollar gift card um, for for the GameStop, and I believe uh, Elden Ring was the game of choice. Okay, right? Just you know, for seven hundred and
2: change. That was a bad. <laughs> All
0: right, so So, uh, but that being said, even though I'm going to be getting my copy tomorrow, what else is coming out this week that I'm going to blow my money on? You're going to blow your money on? I can't. I will. <laughs>
1: oh, wait, I'm looking at the wrong one. Oh, no, Ed! <laughs> Hold on a sec. Stop the presses here. I uh, Stop the press. I pulled up last week's uh, <laughs> one, and not this week. So here, give me a sec here to pull up the right uh-huh. one. Uh-huh. Thing will, obviously, the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is coming out on 4K Blu-ray. And right. Blah,
0: blah, blah, blah. Right, blah, blah, right, blah.
1: right. Um, the Lost City with uh, Sandra Bullock and... Oh, that's finally? Uh, yeah, that's finally okay. hitting 4K and
0: Blu-ray? Uh, pardon me. Uh, it was on sale last week. I f- should have done it. It was on sale on Voodoo for 10 bucks.
2: Okay.
0: I, just, I thought you'd be like, ooh. I thought I expected more of it. You're like,
2: oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Like, no interest but, in seeing it. Nah, like I,
1: I, it's on Paramount Plus right now, and I have Paramount Plus. Right, 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 and Like, And I still haven't seen it. And I sip on Salt. He said he enjoyed it. you thought it was funny. I, I, you keep, know.
0: I keep wanting to do the... Since I guess it keeps <laughs> since so I'm off this week, yeah, sure. We know you're off this week. <laughs> I might want to do the one-week trial because I want to watch the offer. I didn't. I remember Lost City seeing the ad from going, oh, wow, it's fucking. There's, all the South Parks are on there. Yeah. I'm like, part of me is like, maybe I should get rid of Peacock because I ain't watching that shit. Maybe I should move over to Paramount because I am a Star Trek fan and all the Star Trek shows are on there too. Yeah. The movies, so I yeah. feel like I feel like I should be able to shift over. Like tell the wife, like, baby, I'm canceling Peacock and I'm moving over to uh, what do you call it? Paramount, Paramount. Paramount pitches. All right, what else is coming out? Uh an
1: animated a DC animated movie, uh, Green Lantern Be Rare My Power. Um, uh, it's a
0: John Stewart movie. It's John Stewart, yes. I saw Stewart, because I was going through Best Buy seeing what kind of sales they had for um Steelbook and or what new releases were and I saw it. I'm like, "Oh, that looks interesting" cuz I don't think he's really gotten his own show, his own movie. You know, so I think this is the first one. The part of me is like,
1: all right, yeah, it's finally, well, finally branching uh, out, finally
0: putting out. him you know, most people grew up with him anyway.
1: Yes. Hey, what else? All right, let's. Uh, um, Jack uh, Jack and the Beanstalk. is 1952. Abby and Abbie Costello is getting Blu-ray treatment. Okay. And Uncle Buck is getting a re-release on Blu-ray. Uncle Buck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And finally, we'll do some 4Ks here on the movie front, and uh, let's see what's worth what was worth it and what's not. All right. uh, Bob and S- Bob- Barb and Star go to. V- v- I screwed it up. Bob, <clears throat> Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Is getting a 4K release. I think that might be a new release too because I don't even remember. That um,
0: I think it's been out for like a couple of years, but all uh, right. yeah. It's, ugh, all right. <laughs>
1: the Eternal S- Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is getting a 4K treatment. All right. The Killing is getting a 4K. Primal um. is getting a 4K, and Species is getting a 4K.
0: All right. Yeah. We say so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All right.
1: That's it. So let's uh, move on to video games. All right. All right. Uh, we got Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Drive Town. I'm sorry, Olive Town. Drive <laughs> like, yeah, let, <laughs> let me clean this <laughs>
0: off there. I don't think that can't be for Switch because it's already out. Uh,
1: that's coming out for the PS4. Oh. It's developed by Marvelous Entertainment and published by XE Games and Marvelous Entertainment for the PS4. That's coming out Tuesday, July 26th. Then we have Bear and Basket, developed by Gummy Cat and published by Armor Game Studios for the Switch and PC, and that's coming out Thursday the 28th. Okay. Then we have Lost Epic, developed by Team Earth Wars and published by One or Eight for the PS4, PS5, and PC. That's coming out Thursday the 28th. Digimon Survive. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Is coming out, developed and published by Bandai Namco for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. That's coming out Friday the 29th. And finally, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, developed by Mammoth, Mammoth, sorry, Mammoth, so- Mammoth, <laughs> Soft, and published by Nintendo for the Switch. And that's coming out on Friday the 29th. All right. And there you go. That's all the video games. Um, I don't know if any of them are worth it, but.
0: Uh- <laughs> all right. I'm looking here. Um, sorry, I fell down a, roll, a rabbit hole while you are talking. I'm like going, is my Citizen Kane 4K or not? Because it says four discs. And I'm like, did I look at all the discs? I'm not sure. I'm going to have to go home and watch look. And look, God damn it! <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Ed, so um time for, the, time for the news.
2: All right.
0: All right, so now, just um, just let you know, I mean, I'm sure you're aware, San Diego Comic-Con's this weekend. Yes. Um, There's a lot of announcements, uh, mainly on the um marvel front they went hey look here's our marvel dick again and you know flip that out uh dc was a little bit more uh close to the vest and like yeah you no, know, we got a lot of movies coming out but we're only gonna tell you about two of them because you still like those people <laughs> <laughs> here's shazam that i saw that trailer that looks really good and oh look here's the rock fully dressed as uh, black adam we're gonna you know, promote those two. Um, yeah, I know we got the Flash movie and we got the Aquaman two. And we'll be, hush, hush, hush. Nope, not going to say anything about those because we know you. We don't like those people, right? Right? We're not sure. We're, we're up in the air. You don't. You don't really want a whole room going.
1: Boo! Amber turned. <laughs> Ezra who? <laughs> you know?
0: uh, Ezra the terrorist. Right. Uh, so, oh, I'm saying So, but everything. Um, Right, I'm, I'm just going yeah did back. you
1: see that did you see the trailer though for Wakanda
0: forever I did not oh, I, okay. I, I, I wa- it dropped on YouTube oh, today man, look, I did see it but I didn't watch it like I saw I started watching it but I was watching it with the sound off because Stacey was watching TV and she's also very much of the camp of why bother watching a trailer when you know you're gonna go see that movie anyway and I'm in the camp of I want to be excited for that movie, so I want to see the trailer to get me excited for that movie. She's like, "Yeah, but you're going to go anyway." I'm like, "It doesn't matter. I still like to see, like, you know." <laughs>
1: see, that's the thing. Like, I, 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 I understand what Stacey's saying. Oh, but, me too. But the thing is, is that like, if you see something you don't like, you might not go see that movie like opening night. Like, you know what I'm right, like I'm right, like, right. this or or whatever, opening week or whatever. Right. You might be going. You know, I'm going to drive my feet on this one. It looks pretty shitty, you know, right. like type of thing. And then you hear the backlash online, you right. know, type of thing of all the problems. Of course, though, to me, the big thing, and I'm going to spoil this now, is the fact is Namor, the Submariner mariner oh, yeah. is in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. that's,
0: the, that's not, a, not a big secret. Yeah. Because he was actually there at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. The guy playing Namor. So
1: it's like, you know, to me, that's the biggest moment to me now in right. the Marvel history is because I didn't know if they were ever going to... Like, if they could dust him off and <laughs> make him believable and like like you go oh my god like he's a he's a fucking great superhero there is nothing that marvel can't do that's what i'm telling you <laughs> well, right now i don't think but they so this is this is this is a big gamble like like yeah i'm sure i'm sure the the guardians of the galaxy were a huge gamble and sure you know, like some of the other the other uh, characters that they right. pulled out like shun chi and, right. and uh uh I can't think well, of the other one. Marvel, yeah, I mean, that was you know, a, that was a big gamble as well. So you, there was a lot of the what if series. You know, there's a lot of things that like I think they took chances on. But this is the this is the biggest one because he's one of the oldest superheroes I think yes, out there. Is.
0: Yeah, he is. I mean, also too, they made him Aztecian. Aztecian, he made him he made him an Aztec. Yeah, you know, like if you look at his design, he's very he's from Atlantis, so it's very it looks very Aztec in in design. Right. Um, The gentleman they have playing him is of – he's Mexican. Uh Uh, And I know that only because I saw a TikTok of someone making a big deal about the fact that he came out and he was – the guy was grinning ear from ear. But not only after he said, like, this very, like, I'm glad to be a part of this thing, he then said the exact same thing in Spanish, like, to kind of, you know, show multiculturalism in, in Marvel. I personally don't care as long as you're a fucking good actor and as long as I can sell it. Like, I don't... He's not the, what I'm used to seeing as Neymar because... But again, I've never really seen Neymar in live action. So, if that's the best you got, I'm going to go with it. Right. Like, I don't... You know, I never really... To me, honestly, every time I saw Neymar being pre- depicted in, in... He always seemed kind of Asian looking. Thin face. You know? Okay. Like... Oh, and when they first see him, he's got the beard. Like everybody's remember, he's homeless, and he's got the beard. And then Human Torch shaves him. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, he always had like more Asian features, but whatever. Like, I don't. I don't care. Like as long as the guy's good. I'm kind of curious to see how how it ties into with, uh, you know, we call it um, what's his face passing away. Chadwick um, Boseman, yeah, being gone. How are they going to tie? Who's going to be Black Panther? Like, are they going gonna... <sighs> to? Here's um. I've not watched the trailer so I don't know I didn't hear the trailer so I don't know what the audio is like maybe there's audio clues to tell yeah. you what they've done with uh, T'Challa uh. but I'm curious to see if they kill T'Challa in the movie in order to bring in the next Black Panther uh. now I saw the thing on the wall you know so clearly I mean they are going to address him being dead right. I just don't know if they're actually going to put it on screen you know what I mean Uh, right you know like that's kind of that's that's very um dicey it's 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 bold i mean bold it's very bold you know i mean you're gonna you're taking a chance of like you know you if not i don't think they're gonna be disrespectful whatsoever okay all the stuff that i i seen um ryan kugler i think he's the director he also directed the first one he you know as sammy sanio at the San Diego Comic Con. He had this great speech and talking about it. You know, um, it was it was you know it was p- pretty moving from my understanding of his his speech. I'm sure uh-huh. someone's probably posted it somewhere. You know, um, I mean, I'm gonna go see it regardless. Right. You know, I've uh, so far Marvel hasn't really like. I know I haven't gone to see Love and Thunder yet, but a part of me is also like, well, I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna see that one. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna go see the Batgirl TV show on you know hbo max like you know i don't know like i mean am i gonna go see aquaman 2 yeah probably but i don't know if i'm rushing out to the theaters to see it right not because it's you know amber heard and not because of that it's because it's aquaman you got me on the first one because i wanted to see how it was going to be and i thoroughly enjoyed that movie i thought it was probably one of the better dc movies of that year right um, am I like oh my god Aquaman 2 I can't wait I'm more like oh yeah of course they made a sequel Like, why, why wouldn't they the first one made a gazillion dollars Like, right. am I going to go rush out in the theaters to see it no because at this point now I don't think DC is going to be like oh my god we just dropped this in here like I just don't think like the Shazam trailer had Superman Batman Aquaman Flash in it kind of sort of flash you really could see Ezra Miller's right. face but you saw his suit right like I don't think that they're going to be in the movie. I think that he made those references so you can intercut for the trailer. But I'm like, I'm looking forward to Shazam because I thoroughly like Shazam. And also, again, a little bit of Philly pride in it, watching him fly through the city. I'm going, I know that spot. I know that spot. I know that spot. I'm like, hey, look at that. Philly's got his own superhero and it's Shazam. Who knew? (laughs) 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 I'm like, all right. If that's the one we got to have, I'm okay with that one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> could be worse, right? Could have been worse. Could have been fucking polka dot man or whatever <laughs> condiment man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm really looking I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to Black Adam, Flash movie. Eh, you know, Aquaman 2. Eh, you know, it's like, give me something different. I don't think, but I don't, I don't think DC is going to drop like, oh my god, look we reintroduce this character or we're going to give you that character. I just don't... I don't think they have the balls to do it. You know, like Marvel apparently, like I said, just went, here's where we have planned for four, five, and phase six. <laughs> you know, like... Look at that penis. <laughs> <laughs> Stare at that that Marvel cock and all. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think... Shock and all.
1: Basically, like, this, this, the, the Green Lantern movie that's coming out this movie, this Tuesday uh-huh. on... Direct video type right. of thing that the animated movie. I think that's a test. I think that's a test in the waters to see how well the sales do. If people buy this movie up and 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 you know like watch it on HBO Max or whatever right. you know and, right. and suck it up, I think that you could see a John Stewart Green Lantern, you know, within the next well, he you know, should be in the
0: fucking Justice League movie. But apparently, I got. Whew, I. <laughs> um, he was supposed to be in the Zack Snyder thing, and he wasn't. He was replaced by Marvin, Man- Mar- Marvin Manhunter.
2: <laughs>
1: Martian Manhunter. Mar- Marvin the Martian Manhunter. Right. Oh, my in
0: P-38. I'll crush you, Superman. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <coughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. Um, Ed... I wasn't sure if anything last week at the end of the show. I we didn't. I didn't have any news articles, and I'm like, well, I guess we'll figure out. I completely forgot that San Diego Comic Con was going to um, happen this weekend, but I did. But the internet gods gave us something. That I was like, holy shit! I can't believe that happened. And remember our first episode on uh, uh, Aquanet Radio? What we talked about? No. <laughs> <laughs> Ben Affleck being Batman. Yes, yes. Well, apparently, I was like, I don't know, who I'm gonna bring into the show this week. Apparently, Ben Affleck decided to get married to JLo.
2: <laughs> really?
0: Took those wacky kids found a way to make it work and get hitched. I didn't <laughs> even know they were dating. Well, see, that's the thing. Okay, now let's go back a few years. Ed. probably me, they were once um, an item a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, They split up, and then he went to go marry Jennifer Gardner, and she went to go collect her rings, um, you know, her rings of power, because she's been engaged quite a few times um, and has, like, a collection. She's got her own infinity gauntlet as far as stones, right? (laughs) Uh, um, She has more stones. Right. I mean, even Michael Jordan's going, damn, that's a lot of rings. (laughs) 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 But apparently. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck get married in Las Vegas. They did it right, Ed. They did it right. did it right. According to a marriage license on the online records for Clark County, Nevada, the couple's official marriage was filed Saturday. Um, this was Saturday, I guess it would have been the July 16th, I think. Um, the records both, their legal names, Benjamin Giza Affleck and Jennifer Lynn Lopez. Significantly, the record also indicates that Jennifer Lopez took on Affleck as her legal last name. Wow. Oh, okay. So she, I guess, she'll be Jennifer Lopez Affleck.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: Sorry. 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 Go ahead. Uh, Lopez confirmed that her and Affleck's nuptials uh, in a new edition of her newsletter on the JLO <laughs> later Sunday afternoon. She's like, "We did it." Lopez wrote alongside a black and white photo of her holding a bouquet and Affleck kissing her cheek. Uh, last night we flew to Vegas, stood in line for a license with our fo- with four other couples all making the same journey to the wedding chapel of the world, Lopez shared. Uh, the singer went on to say they barely made it to the Little White Chapel by midnight and concluded their news cl- concluded her newsletter with a th- sweet youth, uh, euthanism, <laughs> writing, <laughs> Stick around long enough and maybe you'll find the best moment of your life in a drive-thru in Las Vegas at 1230 in the morning in the Tunnel of Love drive-thru with your kids and... The one you'll spend forever with. Love is a great thing, maybe the best of things, and worth waiting for. She signed the letter as Mrs. Jennifer Lynn Affleck. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lopez is 52, Affleck's 49, were amongst predominant celebrity couples in the early 2000s. They both made two films together. The first one
1: was... Well, I'm going to correct you right there. She's 53 now, because today is her oh, birthday. Oh, happy 20, birthday. July 24th
0: is her birthday. Happy oh. birthday, J-Lo. <laughs> so there you go. Okay, well, back in 2003, they made Jilly, G- which didn't exactly lay box office by fire. And at the same time, Kevin Smith directed Jersey Girl, uh, hit theaters in 2004. The couple have already announced that they've broken up, um, and the couple were engaged for a lengthy stretch of time, though they never officially tied the knot. In fact, Kevin Smith lives in the house that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez originally used to live in. <laughs> Little side note. Uh, Kevin has lived in there for like many, over, like over 20 years now at this point, and still calls it Ben Affleck's house. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, Lopez and Affleck reunited roughly one year ago, and have been seemingly inseparable ever since. During their time apart, Lopez married singer-songwriter Mark Anthony in 2004 before divorcing him in 2014. Affleck married actress Jennifer Gardner in 2005. The two of them divorced in 2018. Uh, their professional lives, Affleck won an Oscar. Blah, blah, blah. Here you go. But I think it's kind of nice, Ed. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I... Look. S- very, very... I, I like look. This is Hollywood. They could be married for five years and that's like 50 years in Hollywood terms. I always kind of felt like, you know, they split up and, you know, I sometimes you have to mature. You have to age. And maybe they finally found themselves right at that moment again. You know, it's what, 20 years later? Early 2000s? Yeah, yeah. It's like, you yeah. know, like, so if he's, uh, what he's what, 49? 49, yeah. So he was, you know, subtract 29 years, 20, 20 years ago. So he's, and is almost 30. Right. She's a little over thirty. They're two completely different people than they are now. Yeah. As a person who has aged, just like you, thirty-year-old Sean is completely different than fifty-two-year-old Sean. You would think so. I'm, you know, not by much. Don't get me wrong. I'm still Mr. It's like, a gradual change. It's, it's not like <laughs> overnight. I mean, there's, there's there is, but there's a lot of
1: similarities. To, 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 to let's be mean, honest. Don't me wrong. I'm still like boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta save for the world. You don't know how it is. I I gotta work all day, and then I gotta go home and save right. the world. You know, it's a lot of pressure.
0: Right. But since then, I've got married. I've got you know, I, I do have like, I've I've aged. My body has never been like, dude, you can't fucking do that anymore. Right. And, you know, but there are like maybe I'm granted I'm not we're not Hollywood people, but I do feel like you know sometimes you have to you find that you have to go on a journey, and maybe you find yourself back to the where you first began. Changed, uh, different as a person I mean Affleck has definitely you know changed J-Lo has changed you know as far as maybe their career family whatever so you know good for them I just think I'm I'm very feeling very hopeful and very positive about their outcome maybe they maybe this is it maybe they needed that time apart to fight each other again Ed
1: so listen to a future episode of Geekstars where (laughs) they will be divorcing we'll make sure we'll bring that
0: to you when that happens and I'll be like man that sucks (laughs) I'm Don't ver- get me wrong. I, I hope the kids make it. I think it's cross for them.
1: You know, I I hope they do well. But it's just like you got Mazel Tov, Ben and J Lo. You know, it, it it comes down to like how they because that's the thing. That's that's what if you watch celebrities and I I've noticed this like watching a lot of crap TV where you notice like certain people like they get married because. They are attaching themselves to somebody who's bigger than them. Right, right. And right, that's right. going to bring their stardom because now they have to bring their A game to movie projects. Right. And then, you know, now that they have the buzz that like, got married to somebody and right. now they're going to take their careers off. their
0: wagon to a star. Right.
1: So now they're riding their coattails. Now they're going to hopefully become more successful. And when that happens, you drift apart because now you're now doing. You're too busy doing stuff? Right, they're doing too busy movies now, and they're meeting other actors. Touring around
0: the world, he's doing movies, becoming a director. Right, you
1: know, so stuff like that. You you kind of you kind of grow apart, and you know, and it's just like you divorce, and they make some crap like a. I forget what the the this, the standard they they have they check off of that box, you know that the
0: divorce is uh, uh, and reconcilable differences, differences yeah. or uh, something like oh mutual agreement, right? Or, something like that, yeah. and then you go and that's it, like you don't uncoupling,
1: get, right? <laughs> it's it's a simple thing that they use, and you're going and you guys constantly hear yeah, because like especially if you watch that like Entertainment Tonight, right. or you know, da,
0: da, 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 da. so like like today J Lo and Ben Affleck are now married. Welcome to them, Mister Mrs. Affleck. So, so now you know you're, you're they're, they're now in production for Julie Two, <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I'll be first in line for that one. Actually, I didn't even see the first one, but I'll be in line no, for now that I'm, I'm curious, Kevin, when he did Jersey Girl. There's a lot of footage of. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, because in the, in the movie they're a couple and they have a kid, Gertie, and J-Lo, spoiler, dies in childbirth, right. leaving Ben Affleck's character to raise a, a girl by himself. Of course, he's got, you know, he has to move back to Jersey because he was a big, I'm becoming kind of like promoter. Right. Um, and um, he goes back home, lives in Jersey with his dad who plays by George Carlin. But according to Kevin, there's a lot of footage of him and J-Lo together as a couple. Like there's a bigger... He's like, the movie was significantly longer because they wanted to make sure that everybody understood these people. First, Kevin's like, we got a big couple like, here that that's the the biggest couple in the world are now in my film. I'm going to try to get as much footage as I can of them because it's almost like they fell in love when was, on, on my set and they were together, blah, blah, blah. Like right. It was a big deal. And then the moment she, the, moment they, the two of them broke up and how there was backlash, it was like, cut, 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 cut. He significantly cut her role out. Mm. So I'm wondering. I'm like, is Kevin going to draw that in? Is there going to be like a director's cut of Jersey Girl coming out? In fact, sidebar, Ed, I'm gonna. I might be able to find that out. Really? Right? Yes, because Stacy as my anniversary is not too long ago, um, and Stacy, as an anniversary gift, bought us tickets to the Kevin Smith Clerks three at the Keswick Theater Q and A thing wow. in September. Nice. So I might have an opportunity here, Ed, to be like, excuse me, question. Now that J-Lo and Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are now married, are you going to do a director's cut of uh, you know, Jersey Girl? Are going to put all that footage back in? You know, I, 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 that's my question, Ed. All right. Okay, maybe if I get a chance to ask that question, first I'll say, Kevin is like, a big fan, huge fan. You're the reason why I have a podcast. I'm like, what's your podcast? Geeksters. You know, he would be like, oh, my God, everyone download the Geeksters. We'll see uptick in our numbers and boom, right? And then I'll be like, my question, sir, is this. Now that Ben Affleck and J Lo are officially married, are you going to go back and recut Jersey Girl to put in all that footage they cut out? Or are we going to get a director's cut of Jersey Girl? Well, the audience wants to know, Kevin. I'd like to know now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hold on, fingers crossed, maybe we'll get to ask that question. All right, unless some fan beats me to it. Oh, I'm going to steal that from Sean. (laughs) I got it from the show Geeksters. (laughs) (laughs) Sean's here tonight. (laughs) Hey, Sean, wave. I'm going to ask you a (laughs) question. Son of a bitch. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) All right, Ed. Yes. So, guess what? Chicken
1: butt. Uh You want to know why? (laughs) Why? Chicken thigh. (laughs) <laughs> I
0: figure if you're gonna go, if you're gonna, if you're gonna play schoolyard, let I could, I, I could go schoolyard.
2: <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Actually,
0: Ed, the big news is the Powerpuff Girls is being rebooted again. <laughs> really? Oh my god! Really? How did that not happen? Well, well, Ed, it's not in live action. It's being rebooted again as a cartoon. Oh. The Powerpuff Girls are coming back again as Cartoon Network and Warner Brothers have announced a reboot of the beloved cartoon. Uh, the show is in development at Haberbera Studios in Europe. The studio being uh, the studio behind the amazing world of Gumball and Craig McCracken, uh, the creator of the original Powerpuff Girls series, is attached to develop the project. In addition, McCracken is also working on a reboot of Foster Homes. For imaginary friends, which is an acclaimed at was which is aimed at preschoolers, by the way, um, that show originally aired on the Cartoon Network from two thousand and four to two thousand and nine. By the way, mm-hmm. uh, the Powerpuff Girls originally debuted on Cartoon Network in nineteen ninety eight. Ran for seventy eight episodes until it ended in two thousand and five. Uh, the show follows Supergirls Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup as they face off against supervillains while also dealing with the issues of young children while face while growing up. The uh, Powerpuff Girls franchise has recently seen a share of spinoff and reboots. In 2016, the show was rebooted by Cartoon Network, uh, airing 119 episodes over three seasons. And there's a live-action Powerpuff CW series that's yet to see the light of day. <laughs> the live-action version has faced a number of development issues, including reshooting the pilot after negative feedback from executives and losing an actor who was set to play up, set to play Blossom. Um, so, yay, Ed. Noon. I'm disappointed. I really am. I wanted. I wanted to see this live
1: action show just so I could see. Like, oh my god! Like, I can't believe they pulled this off. You know, I think. I think we saw something. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Wonder yeah, yeah.
0: Wonder Woman, yeah. I bought the Wonder Woman TV pilot. Yeah. from a bootlegger in Comic Con. Yes. At, at, sorry, Wizard World. Con, you know, I'm sure when wizard world or fan expo comes through town if we get a chance to go i'm sure somebody probably has that episode of that of that powerpuff girls episode somewhere they have to All right. they have to
1: i wonder if i wonder if i can make a request if i talk to one of those guys and maybe they go like like i give you my address i <laughs>
0: right here a stranger who deals in illegal activities i'm going to give you my mailing address maybe one day you'll send me something <laughs> Dear sir, I have sent well, you me, this uh, package, and uh, just if the cops come knocking, you don't know nothing.
1: <laughs> now, like sometimes, like I know, like like I talk to a couple of them. Like if you give them their email, your email address right. or whatever, and then you know, you if there's something you're looking for, you can contact them. Because I've done that a couple of times, like looking for things. It's like, oh, they're ever, you know. Release this you know like you, you have reels of it that you can put on like dvd or something like that so I, I might i might uh i might do that if i don't see it at the at the shows yeah i'm gonna have to start on the through the circuits again just to find the stuff again because there's there's a lot of stuff that i want to see that never so light of day and you're going somebody's got it sure you know, like right i have, I have stuff that you know <clears throat> That you never saw, or you only saw once. It was like aired on TV, like back in the nineties or something like that. It was like a pilot, or it never it never saw light of day. You know, and that's uh, like that one, like that Wonder Woman one. That was that was bizarre. <laughs> <All> <laughs> anyway, guy right. digress.
0: All right, this is this is, is this, I'm going to say this is probably going to take the meet up of the situation, rest of the show, maybe I don't know. Um, Ed, this is kind of touchy situation, touchy subject. Because we did talk about the Zack Snyder, um, coming out to, you know, the digital version of the movie mm-hmm. coming out. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, Rolling Stone did an article about Zack and the Justice League that is not putting any shine on this whatsoever. Now, um, I'm going to try to find, like, I, I, I grabbed a bunch of different articles because I wanted to make sure I got as much as I could, um.
1: So you're saying Rolling Stone, as you're looking... Yeah,
0: Rolling Stone did basically an expose, or you might say an exclusive. Fake accounts fueled the Snyder Cut online army. This was done July 18th. Mm -hmm. Now, that was, what, Monday, I think? Let me hold on. Let me go look. Yeah. Okay. The day before the Snyder Cut hits digital. Okay, so let's start there. Because you might go, well, that seems a little weird, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, a Warner Media report reveals that bots and other inauthentic users bolstered the fan-led campaign for director Zack Snyder's Justice League do-over. Um, I'm going oh, to read the full story. Subscribe. Oh, you son of a bitch. I was just looking at it. Oh, <laughs> uh, you son of a bitch. All right. You know what? Fuck you. I'm going to go to the people who tell uh, comicbook.com. All right. No, nope. Um, let's see. That's comicbook.com. Do I have it here? All right. Okay, here you go. Let's start here. I was, I was just looking at it. All right. In a bombshell report, it's been discovered that nearly 13% of all the hashtag release of Snyder Cut accounts were fake and that director Zack Snyder may or may not have been involved in some capacity. Uh, Rolling Stones published a bombshell report about the hashtag release of Snyder Cut movement, which fans of superhero movies and especially readers of this site are slightly more than familiar with. Uh, this is comicbook.com, by the way. Comicbookmovie.com. Mm. Okay. Um, uh, the major finding was that around 13% of Snyder, count, Snyder Cut accounts are fake, which is a considerable uptake from the standard 3 to 5% of fake accounts for any other trending topic. And strongly suggests that it, there may have been some outside manipulation that ultimately resulted in years of in, incessant online harassment of critics of Zack Snyder or his work. However, what's more dam- damning is are some of the revelations about the controversial director that paint a considerably different picture than what we've all been led to believe and could potentially suggest his involvement in some of these more targeted attacks. Uh, there's a lot to discuss, so stick the next button and report how it scoops on the major revelations. Okay, so there's like 15 things. Uh, Zack Snyder reportedly threatened to ruin Jeff Johns and John Berg. Um, following the announcement of the director's cut of Justice League in 2020, Snyder was reportedly hell bent on removing the names of the two producers from the film, Jeff Johns and John Berg, who he believed had negatively impacted him losing creative control of DC films at Warner Brothers. All right. All right. According to the report, he went as far as to threaten an executive in the studio's post-production department by saying, quote, "Jeff and John are dragging their feet on taking their names off my cut. Now I will destroy them on social media." End quote. All right. Number 14, at least 13% of the hashtag release of Slender Cut accounts were fake. Okay. Here's one of the biggest stories bombshells. Two separate reports commissioned by Warner Brothers found that at least 13% of the accounts were fake. Uh, like I said, it's a drastic uptake from the normal 3 to 5% of accounts uh, cyber experts typically find on any trending topic. Mm. All right. Uh, Q5ID, I'm going to say it's probably what his name is, and Graf Heike. I'm i going to say I'm gonna, probably... I guess I'm not hip on the lingo, also identified the suspicious activity independently, while another firm, Athea Group, discovered that Forsnydercut.com had once been registered to a person who ran an ad agency that promised to bring, quote, cheap instant avatar traffic to your website, end quote. Rival studios were baffled by the movement for months, but it finally became clear post-release that something was not right. Um, a digital marketing executive explained the biz- b- bizarre phenomenon. Okay, right? All right. Now here's a quote: "Just look at the drop. That, just look at the drop. The hashtag was trending at a million tweets a day for what they wanted for when they wanted to release the Snyder cut, and then it dropped down to forty thousand within days. You don't see a drop like that organically. Instead, the executive says it appears to be a classic example of weaponizing a movement. <laughs> hey, okay." Uh, Here's another factoid. Zack Snyder is suspected to be involved in the manipulation. All right. All right. Even more shocking revelation, many of the 20 individuals that Rolling Stone spoke to to suspect that Snyder himself was involved in the campaign and was manipulating events, potentially even funding it. Snyder tosses the blame on Warner Brothers and claims the studio is, quote, trying to leverage leverage my fan base to bolster subscribers to their new streaming service, end quote. You know, I mean, let's face it. Back then,
1: yeah, that was the big that was the big thing. It was like right.
0: They didn't have anything. Like, oh, here's the Snyder Cut. What? And that got that was what got us to sign on, right? I mean, you know, because we're like, fuck it, we'll do the free trial for that. You know, but then they were like, well, not only that, but then they they added the all our first run movies that we're going to do this year are now going to be put on streaming because of the pandemic,
2: right?
0: So you're like, well, shit, I'll stay around the women. Well, it was first, it was Wonder Woman eighty four, and you're like, well then they mount snyder cut in march you're like well i got it i can hold on till, till then mm. and then it was like well the suicide squad the matrix movie the dune you're like oh well there's a lot of good godzilla versus kong right and you're like i guess i'm holding on to hbo max for a year like <laughs> damn you <laughs> <laughs> i don't get me wrong I, I enjoyed a lot of those movies that i could see in the comfort of my own home and i wound up eventually purchasing them because i enjoyed them right um however While Rolling Stone stops short of accusing Snyder of definitively being involved, they do seemingly suggest he likely knew more more than he was letting on. With one of their sources painting quite a damning picture of the director, Uh, "quote Zach was like Lex Luthor wreaking havoc." End quote. Uh, Another thing is threats of violence prompted Warner Brothers to act. Wow. Okay? Okay. When a photo of a decapitated. When a photo of the decapitated heads of Jeff Johns, DC film president Walter Hamada, and former Warner Brothers Picture Group chairman Toby Emmerich went viral on social media, Warner Media took action and sought, thought out, sought out a third party cybersecurity firm to analyze the increasing amount of trolling. Uh, their report concluded with the following quote, after researching online conversations about the Snyder Cut of the Justice League release, specifically the hashtag Release the Snyder Cut and Restore the Snyderverse on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, the analysis detected an increase in negative activity creating, created by both real and fake authors. One identified community was made up of real and fake authors that spread negative contact about Warner Media for not restoring the Snyderverse. Additionally, three main leaders were identified with, within the Authors scanned on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, one leader on each platform. These leaders receive the highest amount of engagement and have many followers, which give them the ability to influence public opinion. Uh, Rolling Stones apparently independently researched the matter, asking three other cybersecurity and social media intelligence firms to investigate. Uh, Q five I ids analysis found quote There is no question that bots were involved uh, end quote with their CIO and CTO Becky Wanta. Further explaining, uh, again, another quote, there are certain patterns that bots give off, we saw there. Uh, the arrival of almost the same time in huge numbers, and many of the time the origins of thousands or even millions of messages can be traced to a single source or two. Sometimes they can be traced to unusual servers in remote countries, and their content will be precisely similar. Uh, their fundings were further supported when Snyder suspiciously won two fan-favorite awards that year's Academy Awards, which the rap later found to be manipulated by online bots. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, apparently, Zack Snyder reportedly hired a digital marketing firm to boost Batman v Superman's fan, fan engagement following abysmal reviews. Ah. All right. So a source claims that following the abysmal critical reception of Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice in 2016, Snyder hired a digital marketing firm to juice the fan engagement. While it still earned you know 874 million dollars globally, it was considered one of the year's biggest disappointments and essentially derailed the DC. film universe before it ever got going. Snyder showed the first cut of Justice League to Warner Brothers exact, almost exactly a year later in 2017, and it was met with tepid response with Kevin Tshahara and those in attendance deeming it a convoluted disaster and full-on failure. They would then seek out Joss Whedon shortly thereafter as a writer and consultant. All right? Uh, Zack Snyder was humiliated by by Joss Whedon coming on board. Uh, Nine days later, Snyder screened another cut that was still over two hours. Whedon gave his notes, but Snyder reportedly was not very receptive. In March of that same year, Snyder experienced an unimaginable tragedy when his 20-year-old daughter committed suicide, but he continued to work on the film. The studio, meanwhile had Weedon working on trying to lighten the film's tone. Uh, then, in May, Snyder screened his final version of the studio's department heads to the studio department's head, clocking in at a reasonable two hours and 18 minutes. But it was also met negatively, with sources claiming it was, quote, unwatchable and, quote, joyless. Considering the actual final film clocked in at over four hours, that sounds about right.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: After that disastrous screening, Snyder announced his departure from the project while simultaneously announcing the da- death of his daughter. Whedon's Justice League was released in November and Experience expectantly received negative response from critics and fans alike. With Snyder out, Warner Brothers was already looking to the future and had early plans to replace both Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill. Right. Also, and then, Zack Snyder stole hard drives from Warner Brothers. Oh jeez! All right. Oh my god! I need a drink. From my mouth again.
1: Is, this this is getting worse and worse as you're talking. It's it's like because because you like, especially when you're going 13, percent you're going that's it. Like you know thing, and I'm thinking, you know what? Yeah, in the cyber world, that is a lot. Like that is that is right. a huge amount right. of of you know business that can drum up because you imagine how many people are seeing that 13 percent. Right and, and Piling on, basically. Right. If so. if
0: the average is three to five percent, and you you know tripled that by the bots just to get the hashtags, the Snyder cut restore the Snyder cut, it does because I remember it was everywhere. Now, of course, you don't see it at all. Like the restore the Snyder verse, that hashtag is dead and gone. Almost. Mm-hmm. There are some people like after after we get through the article, there is kind of like a caveat to that. Okay. Because we you know <clears throat> there is like a little P.S. to this. Um. <laughs> Anyway, like I said, Zack Snyder stole hard drives from Warner Brothers. According to the report, Snyder sent one of his editors back to Warner Brothers to retrieve hard drives that contained his footage from Justice League. Since it was studio property, they asked him to return the hard drives, but he refused. Hmm. He contends that he was contractually obligated to any files connected to the film and that he was not asked. Uh, Security was informed of the matter, but no action was taken since the film was already out and no one thought it would attempt to put together an alternate cut. Uh, And number eight was, who was funding Hashtag Release the Snyder Cut? Mm. As the intensity of the Hashtag Release the Snyder Cut campaign increased, with attacks on executives and critics worsening by the day... Outsiders began wondering who exactly was funding some of the more high-profile publicity stunts, including a Times Square ad, reportedly worth over $50,000, and a plane flying over the San Diego Comic-Con with a custom banner. I remember that, actually. Mm -hmm. Instead of calling off his supporters, Snyder only added fuel to the fire by posting a photo of film canisters with the title of the then-fabled director's cut. Insiders were upset at his latest stunt, quote, he refused to return the hard drives, which were studio property. This was just more orchestrated bullshit from Zach, end quote. Um, f- yeah, the TheForSnyderCut.com was one of the most vocal supporters, launching the infamous hashtag, but it's unclear who was actually behind the site. It's since been discovered that the film was registered to a man named Xavier Lanes, who, according to Lincoln, LinkedIn, was of the LA-based digital ad firm called My Agency, which pr- promised to quote bring cheap instant avatar traffic to your sw- website. The firm, the firm, by the way, is now defunct. Yeah, right? Surprise. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Zach Snyder received sixty million dollars to finish his director's cut, and he secretly shot scenes during the pandemic. And it's not really that big of a secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, new Warner Brothers Media CEO Jason Keller was HBO Max ex- and HBO Max exclusive, uh, executive Bob Greenblatt were ultimately the ones who greenlit, greenlit the Snyder Cut, and it seems like Snyder may have misled them slightly by claiming no new footage would be required. However, his cut was nowhere near actually being done, and the studio ended up giving him $60 million to finish post-production and the extensive special effects work, which was much higher than the reported 20 or $30 million. Snyder also filmed scenes in his backyard during the height of the pandemic, reportedly not altering, not adhering to any of the COVID protocols or union guidelines. <coughs> Snyder confirmed uh, the two shoots, but he says he did follow protocols and claimed that one of the shoots was authorized by the studio. Um, you know, he also requested another thirteen million dollars from the studio, which wasn't part of the deal since he was not supposed to shoot any extra footage. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Now, uh, Zack Snyder, here's my favorite one. Zack Snyder and Ray Fisher may have been working in tandem. Uh (laughs) Okay. Because, you know, there was that whole thing. Uh, Things went from bad to worse for Warner Brothers during the release of Snyder campaign as damning allegations against Joss Whedon serviced, and one of the film stars, Ray Fisher, began to levy accusations against producers Jeff Johns and John Berg. Of course, two names that he wanted off the the thing anyway. So according to the story, uh, quote, nearly all of the insiders interviewed by Rolling Stone says they believe Fisher and Snyder were working in tandem based on Fisher's tweets coming directly on the heels of Snyder's behind-the-scenes demands. Snyder calls uh, the allegation, quote, totally untrue. Fisher declined comment, uh, comment to Rolling Stone. As for Fisher's accusation of racism, an internal, external investigation found no credible support and there was n- there, that there was any racial animus and cleared Toby Emmerich, Don Berg, and Jeff Johns of any charges of racial injustice. All right? Mm-hmm. Okay, another surprise. Martian Manhunter was never supposed to be in the movie. Okay? Um, he was never supposed to be in the, in the movie and his inclusion left the studio completely blindsided as he was not in the script. It also inferred that the studios planned to use him in a separate project and they didn't really want the character wasted in two random scenes. Um, Snyder reportedly threatened to delete other footage from the film if he didn't have his way around the same time Ray Fisher turned up the heat on the Walter Hamada who was Snyder's main opposition and the one requesting Martian Manhunter to be removed. Hamada was also absolved of any wrongdoing during the external investigation and was actually working at a different uh, WM subsidiary when Justice League was even released, so Fisher's claims were baseless. Jason Killar overruled the team and allowed Martian Manhunter to appear, which upset many studio insiders. Snyder was also granted the extra $13 million to finish the film, raising the production cost to, almost to $73 million. Marketing costs took it over uh, $100 million. There's a quote that that's $73 million while people were losing their jobs at the studio for a director's cut of a film they all, that already lost hundreds of millions, said a studio said, the, said a studio insider, while Snyder retorts, quote, the studio never would have released my version of Justice League un, unless it made financial slash business sense for them. <laughs> so according to Samba TV, eight, 1.8 million American households watched at least the first five minutes of the film which was behind Wonder Woman 1984. However, only one-third finished the film in one sitting by the end of its first week. It had only been watched by 2.2 million households, with only 36% finishing it in one sitting. Approximately 4 million U.S. households watched it after nearly 40 days.
1: (laughs) Wow, that sucks. (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) That number stinks. It's believed to be the 8th most streamed film of 2021, but a far cry from the blockbuster's success, some of its most vocal supportings were predicting. This one also bothers me, too. Godzilla vs. Kong director Adam Wingard reportedly asked Zack Snyder to tell his fans to stop review-bombing his film, but Snyder did nothing. Uh, Jonathan, uh, Johanna Fuentes and Tatalia Siegel both drew the ire of Snyder Cut supporters in early 2021, with Snyder even telling the later to amend the story about Kirsi's com- Clemens being cast in The Flash. Uh, this is a quote. I'm just telling you what the fans are going to do. Trust me, they're pretty, pretty, pretty rough. Which the reporter declined, his fans were quick to attack. Uh, when the reporter declined, his friends were quick to attack. So... Uh, Adam Wingard's Godzilla vs. Kong was one of the many victims of the Snyder Cut movement, with supporters review bombing the MonsterVerse epic due to its close release proximity to Zack Snyder's Justice League. Wingard even reportedly reached out to Snyder to ask him to call off the hounds, but he refused. He claims that no request was made and, and coyly notes, quote, Furthermore, I do not control my fans. They have their own will and their own opinions. You really give me too much credit, end quote. Wingard declined, declined further comment. now, <clears throat> Uh, Warner Brother was able to successfully lobby IMDb to tweet out Godzilla vs. Kong review bombers. Uh, tweet out the bombers. Uh, things took another turn when the mob took aim at James Gunn's Suicide Squad, a move that seemingly forced Snyder to issue a statement, finally acknowledging the thoughts and negative of his fame base. This bothers me. as, a, as a, like. <clears throat> I know that Snyderverse has got his fans. And you're trying to tell me that if you would have just posted a comment saying, hey, you know what? I saw this movie. I think it's great. I think we all should support this. You don't think that your fans would have been like, oh, okay. Well, I think we agree with that. We'll, we'll cut them some slack. Like you knew you had – during this whole time, during well, Snyder, the Snyder, release of Snyder Cut thing was going on, there was always Zack Snyder posting a black and white photo of something or right. here's a scene – here's a clip from the movie that you guys will never see but I have it here. It is, uh-huh. and then all that did was just kind of stoke the flames. So you're trying to tell me that you at one point could have realized that oh, here's the damage, you know that maybe you should back off. And he's like, well, I don't control these people. What are you talking about? Like, I just like you're kind of lying, dude. I think you. Well, yep. No, I was just saying.
1: Like, I'm not. I'm not agreeing. Like, I'm not disagreeing with you because I'm like, you're right. Like, like I'm sure he could. I'm sure he could have supported that director from for. For Godzilla versus, I wasn't. I don't Kong. think they would
0: all say like, "Oh, he said something." Let's stop. I think there's still gonna be people like, "No, he he's just saying he doesn't mean it. He's just he's playing face." We should go after you and go go after that person even harder. Right, like, but it's the,
1: the, like like I think like like fans are toxic no matter what. So even if Zack Snyder did make a statement, I don't know if those fans, those toxic fans, would have stopped. Right, right. you know, because like once you once you get an angry fan going, you right. can't stop them. Like, like right,
0: they become parasites and they right. just kind of chew and and i mean let's face it i mean as a star wars fan i can honestly say that i feel like the star wars fan base is definitely starting to eat its own and becomes very toxic over every little thing especially as old people like i just feel like you know like we've been getting a little too big for our britches but yeah whatever it's personal that's put my soapbox away um yeah. All right, so I <laughs> as if you um. whoa <laughs>
1: well, right. don't slide that just away just yeah. Because I'm I am i gonna put it this way. There are some die Star Wars fans that lived in an age when w- things the way they were, you know, kind right. of right. Like, back and, in my day. Back in my day. So as the stuff grows into something new. They and like people don't like it. Like if I don't like the prequel trilogy, there's a reason why. And, you know, and sure. I, you call me, you call me whatever you want. Call me sexist. Call me racist. Whatever. I don't care. You know, I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not saying I am. You
0: can you not enjoy. You don't have to like a movie.
1: I, I'm like <laughs> I I didn't like it because I was confused. I didn't care about Ray being a female Jedi or right. You know, you know that the, the yeah yeah. Like I didn't care. I just didn't un- fucking understand it. I'm like.
0: Right. How are you making three movies out of this? It's like, okay to not like something just because you don't like it. But we live in an age where, like, again, I did not like the reboot of the Ghostbusters movie. But now because I didn't I didn't think it was a good movie. I didn't think it was particularly funny. Someone would go, Sean, that's because you hate women. Right. No, not at all. <laughs> was, I just didn't like that the movie was entertaining. I didn't think it was fine. It was funny. That should be allowed to not like something just to not like it. But today it's like, well, you don't like it because of this, and they would say that to me because I'm a middle aged white man, right? Which right away, target number one.
1: Because because I'm saying like like there was other Star Wars projects
0: after this uh-huh.
1: movies that I enjoy highly. You know, like yep. I think like the Mandalorian. I'm like I'm like there you go. Like you, you they did something right. Like you can't tell me like. They you shoot who are three fucking movies the wrong way because you got two different directors doing it and they go and you know like like I, I swear to God uh, what, what the fuck was the last Jedi's director's name what was his name
0: uh, Ryan Johnson
1: Ryan Johnson I think he said fuck you whoever's gonna who's gonna follow me after this movie because you're going I killed off the bad guy I did right. this blah 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 they're on the run good luck
0: following up with right. that you know and uh, you yeah. there was no cohesive like at least with Lucas he had. The first six movies planned out, and this is where you're going to go, but the moment seven, eight, nine, I think Abrams was going along with that plan. I think that he probably sat down and talked to everybody, but then he couldn't do two and three, or at least two. He was like, I'm one and done. I'm leaving you guys, because, I mean, let's face it, Lucas didn't direct Empire. You know, somebody else did. Yeah. So maybe he was thinking along the first lines, I'll get you guys going, but then after that I'll be producer and you guys let somebody else and then they take Ryan and Ryan's like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna zhuzh it all up. I'm gonna change it on to make it t- to my own thing. And you're absolutely right. It did feel very disconnected to the first movie. It was like, Oh, you know what, you like the way Ray uh with the Ray the way Kylo Ren looked, we're gonna destroy his helmet. Yeah. You you you're interested in what's his face as the bad guy, Snoke, we're gonna kill him off. Right. You know, oh, you think Finn should be, you know, well, uh, you don't like this character? Well, we're going to add this character. Like, it just seemed very, like, oh, everyone's looking for Luke Skywalker. This is great. We're going to make him this. Now, I personally didn't mind that part, but I do feel why I understand why people didn't like it. You're allowed not to like it. I'm, I mean, I will, I will say, like, my coworker, 1, 2, and 3, is his, they're his Star Wars. Yeah. And I'm like, look, I'm not going to fight you on that. I, to me, 4, 5, and 6 my, is my Star Wars. Yeah. There's a kid out there who's going to swear seven, eight nine's their Star Wars. And I, that's okay, too. It's like everyone's got their favorite Batman. Hit a
1: rock and hit him.
0: I mean, <laughs> everyone's got their favorite Batman, and I don't think any one of them are wrong. I think it depends on who you are. Adam
2: West. <clears throat> All right.
0: So now I completely think that you're po- totally valid for not liking but the, it's the, same. The, the three movies. Yeah, that's the same.
1: It's, it's not because of, like, whatever you think it is. It's right. just, like, I'm like, I am like i didn't fucking understand it. Right. I'm like, like you're, they made this big th- story about this D.O. How, fuck, what, two fucking minutes in the goddamn thing? Right. And he goes, D.O. And you're going, right. like, oh, right. oh It's to out.
0: sell toys. But you then know, again, many of them were that way. And you, we're just too blind to see that. But, but.
1: But like you, you when you got C three PO and you got R 222 they were the Jay and Silent Bob of Of the right,
2: right. You know,
1: they were they were the ones that kind of like put the. They were just there. The story was going around them. Right, (laughs) like type of thing. So you you kind of (laughs) you you kind of put that that direction. You know, kind of thing. But you got character development, and you know, it's like they. But just the same. Like like you didn't get you didn't get too much out of this 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 these. Three movies and you're going oh this is crap you know like like to me and in my eyes anyway i'm like i'm not seeing like i'm gonna be like burning you know right you know hashtagging <laughs> crap and all this stuff right. online. i'm like i didn't like it personally and that's where it ends right you know i'm like i'm like right. I'll, I'll discuss you're not, it you're not trolling people it's funny because yesterday i i was i was at work and uh there was a guy there, and he's—I was wearing a Star Wars shirt, you know, big surprise, uh, right. you know. And he's like, he's like, well, "What was your favorite movie?" And I'm like, "Oh, it was Empire Strikes Back." Like, you know, hands down. Like to me, it was like right away, you know. Right, I mean, and no He's brainer. like, "Oh, that's my favorite too." And he's a young, younger guy, you know. Right. thinking, Oh, that's great. And I'm like, "What'd you think of the sequel trilogy?" And he didn't say a word, but he gave this face, and I'm like, "That's the face, like <laughs> that's the face
0: is you don't want to say anything because you know I'm going to jump on your ass." Yes. <laughs>
1: but but it was just funny because it's just like. I forget the point of the story. <laughs> like I'm all excited. Yeah, like
0: because oh it's it's basically how you're you're comparing how like the fan base being toxic, and you were gonna yell it. Like there's
1: yeah, there's that moment you're you're you know you're you're ready to jump, and I'm like, if if he said he liked that series, I'd be like, all right, well you were entitled to your opinion. But fuck you. <laughs> and I just move on, you know, right. like, you know, go, okay, well, everybody, you know, I think I might have asked him about the, the prequel trilogy or whatever and the other stuff if he watches that stuff and all. But it's like, like, you know, because I've, I've right. seen and it then all. You go about your business. Yeah, and then it's like, it's like, you have a nice conversation about it, and I go, well, I disagree because I don't like those movies or whatever. Right. It
0: is okay to agree to disagree and go about your life. Right. But apparently, nowadays, you can't. It's like, Ed, my opinion's different than yours, but my opinion's the right one, and you're a piece of shit for not agreeing with me. And because you don't agree with me, you're now invalidated on your feelings. Right. And then you're sitting there go, well, well, that's weird, because I feel the same way about you, Sean. I don't give a shit about your opinion. You're wrong. I'm right. And therefore, all your feelings are invalidated.
1: I'm glad you finally <laughs> understand when you're wrong. Right. <laughs> Which is all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. So there's people... That that we can just go like Ed. I didn't like that movie, and you're like, "Well, I liked it." Oh, well, okay, that's fine. Like, it's great. What did you like about it? Oh, Okay, okay, I can see that that was kind of cool. This is why I didn't like about it. And you go like, "Okay, well, I really?" I get that point. I get I, like, you can. One of the best things you can do is try to put your. Walk a mile in somebody else's shoes. Like try to see it from their perspective. So like if somebody doesn't like something, it's okay that they don't like it. Yeah, because because like I I actually enjoy the prequels. I too,
1: enjoy, enjoy enjoy not as much as the original, but I do enjoy those. Right. Uh-huh. My my nephew he loves episode three. Like right. that's like the biggest That's right. The best because right. it will like what's the best one? I'm like Empire. And he goes no, it's not. It's episode three. And I'm like, are you can? That's a terrible movie. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I'm like I enjoy it, but just to get his go like right. I'll, just I'll do, to rile him up, just to rile him up. You know type of thing. Like, and he'll he'll argue points and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but it was just terrible. It was terrible. I mean,
0: that, you. if he, you cut off the big fight at the end, what's there? Nothing. Right. Nothing. It's, it's, boring. Just, it's boring. It's boring. It's like a boring a, movie. Eh, I want to be a Jedi. <laughs> you're, you're like, oh. And I enjoy those. I enjoy all the movies. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm not. I didn't. Were really? some great. Yeah. Really? Like, I enjoyed Did you
1: really enjoy episode nine? Did you really enjoy episode nine? Don't lie. Don't fucking lie.
0: I mean, I'll be honest. I kind of there were. I mean, there were some things. I'm, look, look. I don't like. I didn't like the end. I didn't like her taking the Skywalker name. Not be- oh my god. That bothers me
1: the
2: most.
0: Not because I thought she didn't earn that right. I thought she established herself enough as a character that she could have just been Rey. She didn't need the Skywalker name. She's already proven to herself to be a strong, formidable foe and a hero in her own words, and in her own way. She took the Skywalker name, and I was like, Well, you didn't need to do it. Like, yeah, that's, I'm like, You just kind of, I don't understand, it's Rise of Skywalker, but, you know, I'm, and I'm like, I wasn't surprised at that, okay, fine, she made him a Palpatine. All right, big deal. But if you read into comic books, the, recall call it? The Empire, the Emperor has actually even tried cloning Luke at one point in time in the comic book. Yeah. In the comic book. So, like, that storyline to me was like, Okay, you're trying, I do feel like, J.J. was trying to, like, oh, shit, how do we patch these holes? Because now we don't have two of the... We don't have any of the actors in it. Right. Luke died in the second one. Carrie actually died. And we killed Dolph Han in the first fucking one. We got nobody. How do we... How, what do we do? Like, you're like, oh, my God, well, what the fuck? And so you come up with this convoluted story to kind of patch all these holes to try to work around the problem of not having your three main characters to make it the Skywalker saga how do you button it oh we'll just give her the Skywalker name you're like bullshit she earned her own place to be who she is granted I would understand I would be like my name is Ray Palpatine I'd fucking might as well just like hey kill me now right. like she could just go my name is Ray and that's it she could like what's your family name I don't have one you could just be a nomad and walk the earth like Cain from right. Kung Fu right. and just be a hero you know and just go about that I would have been satisfied with just that as an ending instead she's like some random person going what's your name yeah your full name your full then- name you're like uh which looks off into the and see this force ghost and just goes skywalker you're like uh, you could feel the audience just go uh, and and that stings a little bit you're going really that's how you're going to end it alright fine like whatever like it's I'm glad at this point I was just glad it was over yeah like I mean I like I felt like the 7 year old kid who saw Star Wars a long time ago the magic was already gone and now I'm an old man going oh my god this was the longest fucking story of all time like I had to hear about Darth Vader before I even found out what happened to fucking Luke (laughs) like (laughs) it was like sheesh all alright but I mean, I wouldn't. Some of the things I, I I liked special effects. You know, some of the things were quite cool. But I, it is what it is. I mean, how else do you get horsebacks and horseback riding in space?
1: Yeah. But it, it, I mean, like I said, I've I've only seen it once. Ditto. I mean, type of thing. And I'm like, I don't know if I'll watch it again. Right. I don't know if I'll go if, back. Like like type of thing. It's going to be hard for me to do that. You know. Type right. of thing. But the idea though is is that like. They've made stories that sure. are great. You know, like like right. like like I I granted like like Boba Fett wasn't a good s- story. Yeah, it you was, know, yeah. That, that was I
0: like, prefer Mandalorian over the book of B- Boba Fett. Fett right. But and, you, you, but you're
1: going but it wasn't as terrible, like like it was just right. boring. It wasn't right. like it wasn't and It wasn't the holiday special. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't exciting. But you could do stories. There's there is stuff that you can do, and that's a thing. Like I think they overcomplicated episode nine,
0: and I think they should have just simplified it. They didn't.
2: Bring, right.
1: They didn't bring back Palpatine back. I think that was a waste of time.
2: Right.
0: Well, you had to because there's no other bad guy. Like that's the problem. You had you
1: had Kylo Ren. You converted yeah, him you over did. into back to you back. He became back in the Ben Solo that you know. All right. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I well it changed the title the goddamn thing the Rise of
0: Skywalker or something else right you know what you, well I mean yeah he would have been Ben Solo not Skywalker the or, Rise or, of Solo or he could have you know taken the Skywalker name as a way to honor his mother there you go like you know like, because he was there when she he got killed he
1: could have buried the, the Sabres who are
0: you Ben Ben Skywalker, Skywalker. <laughs> there you're right done. done Um. so back to the article though because there's still two more things
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> Three more things.
0: Um, the Snyderverse is dead, Ed. I don't know if you realize that. Uh, Zack Snyder's moved on to Netflix, have delivered Army of the Dead. He's also now working on two, a two-part Rebel Moon where Ray Fisher is playing a resistance fighter named Blood Axe. Just to let you know. Like, so somebody makes gets a nice two-picture deal out of this. You know, um, <laughs> Warner <laughs> Brothers has no future DC plans with either of them. Uh, Walter Hamada, who championed Matt Reeves the Batman, is expected to remain on board, as will Jeff Johns, who is behind the CW Stargirl, and John Berg, who is in early stage of developing a number of unannounced DC projects. <laughs> uh, Zack Snyder's statement <laughs> I means doing nothing. Well, I mean, he, he's, he's a, he, he, a he, number of. <laughs> <laughs> he's spinning a lot of plates, seeing if he can get off the ground. Uh, in a final statement in the Rolling Stones, the director said, so he actually, Zack Snyder actually, I guess, was part of this conversation. Uh, he said, as an artist, it was fulfilling to be able to finally see my vision realized after such a difficult time in my life and for it to be so well received. I am grateful for both the fan community and Warner Brothers for allowing this to happen. To dwell on negativity and rumors serves no one. Uh, Referring some of the charitable causes Snyder Cut has donated to, he concludes, if this is indeed a balanced article, I hope all the good work the Phantom has done is being represented. Um, and of course, there's, you know, the last one is there's a sets a de- dangerous precedent. Um, Q5 Wanton from, um, basically says with the saga will continue with Warner Brothers would rather just be a one-off regardless of Snyder's potential culpability remains to be seen. Either way, the rampant social media manipulation is concerning for not only Hollywood, but for the world in large. Uh, Q5's wanta forewarns. Um, <clears throat> that's my concern with the, manipula- with the manipulation that's happening inside these movements relative to bots. You can drive the court of public opinion. It needs to be dealt with because it's going to get worse before it gets better. I agree with that statement. Okay. You know, I, I do. Now, of course, like I'm, I'm kind of curious. There's a bunch of, bunch of comments. At the end of this, this is where I feel like this is where people get to the like, oh, well, this is then you know it's a hit piece, it's this, it's that, you know, it's like yeah, but if I, it is a little suspicious that it comes out like you know like uh, the day before the digital thing, you know, one could argue, <laughs> yeah,
1: but that's the same like like who makes who makes money off of off of this like 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 the same right. like like. Like, I mean, obviously, like, Warner Brothers is making money off of this. DC's making money off of this. Is is Zach Snyder? I mean, obviously, probably Zach Snyder is making money off of this as well because you know, well, it's his sure, name's I mean, on his it. name's on it, so yeah. it's
0: not like Justice League, no name. So,
1: so you, so you go and on so every, everybody made money off of this. Every, everybody who's buying the digital copying right now is making money off of this, right? And yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like someone here, no surprise, Snyder was clearly fanning the flames and oiled it intentionally. The timing on Fisher's tweets was always too perfect. Uh, someone's like Zach Snyder and Donald Trump followed the same playbook.
2: <laughs>
0: you know, uh, you couldn't even carry a and uh, of course now they're going after each other. I'll charge, but I was kind of thinking the same thing. To be honest, still Snyder did give us the Snyder Cut, uh, the A Man of Steel, and uh, all Trump. But becomes that. Who cares? Absolutely insane that Twitter bots would be an issue for Warner Brothers, considering they gleefully employ actual monsters like Ezra Miller. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> So now uh, I'm going to follow this up with, uh,
2: uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, let's see, do I have the article I should have. So I mean, like,
1: as you're looking for the other articles, so basically, like, if you have a bot, (laughs) like, like, it helps, apparently, I mean, you know, because, because that's the thing, like, like, I was, I was always wondering every time we would talk about it, like do we really need this? Do we really need a Snyder cut? And I, I kind of was. I was one of those people like, yeah, like I would love to see an alternate cut of this. Sure, we
0: talked about it. And then like yeah, like, yeah, okay,
1: why not? But that's like four hours. Like,
0: oh boy, like, you know,
1: I'm like, you know, it's the same shitty movie. It's, it's not
0: like- Right. And, and, and my, honestly, was my opinion was, I thought Justice League was an average movie that Joss Whedon went. It was an average superhero movie. All Zack Snyder's director's cut did was give me the same average movie and just made it longer. Right. You threw in extra stuff, but ultimately, at the end, I was like, all right. I mean, the movie was meh. It was okay. Yeah. It wasn't horrible. <laughs>
1: it's just a four-hour boring
0: movie. It's just a four-hour. Now, of course, here's the follow-up. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League star, Ray Fisher, calls Rolling Stone Report a contrived hit piece. Um, last night, Rolling Stone had published a piece, blah, blah, blah. The news of that are already accusing him. According to reports, there was even heard to have threatening to destroy blah, blah, blah. Fisher declined to respond to Rolling Stone, but has now taken to social media to share his rebuttal. All right. So, um, according to Ray Fisher, executives' wanting, whining reporter fails to overshadow digital releases of Zack Snyder's Justice League with contrived piece. Warner Brother mourns. Sources say reports still butthurt hurt after being called out on lies in 2021. Did you say butthurt?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, butthurt. Like, oh, it was chapped ass kind of thing.
1: I know. <laughs> No, I got that. I just, that's really in the article. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, let's see. Um, he, he's like, uh, Ray Fisher said this uh, on a tweet. Zack Snyder never cut Kirsty Clemens from Justice League. Uh, Tiana Siegel, 27, Ash, and, and, HTHR. I'm going to say it's a Hollywood reporter. Please fix this article immediately and check your sources. Um, it basically says, starting the Flash movie. She was cut. Um, I thought there was one interesting po- quote. I, I must have missed it, or you know, I, I believe that I figured. Oh, I remember. And I'll just bring it on to the show. Um, he, of course, said that he said he was never asked to be participating in this article. But then the <laughs> the person who wrote the article basically had receipts and said, um, "Yeah, we reached out to your people. Here's here's the emails." And you never did get back to us, and and we call it Fisher's trying to spin it as well. You didn't give me enough time to respond, (laughs) like, and it's like, well, first you tell us like, oh, well, you never. It's a hit piece, and you never, you know, reached out to us at all. You should double check your thing. And it's like his A over E. It's like accountability over entertainment. But I feel like, dude, this right here is kind of your bubble because now you're being accused of Zack Snyder's now being accused of all these things these bots and these things and you're like oh well accountability why don't you take accountability to the parts that you're sharing and he's like, well I never did that and you never even contacted me and I'm like well here's the receipts Oh, you didn't give me enough time <laughs> you're like, so
1: you do admit that you're- so
0: then you're basically saying that you did see that like, I feel like after everything's all said and done well guess who's in Zack Snyder's new film right you know, like
1: surprise,
0: right? Like, and then, oh, it's in two movies, and I'm like, okay, well, after that, like, what else is he in? Because now I'm going to his IMDb. Because uh, 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 see, Fisher. that's the thing, like Ray
1: Fisher. I'm still wondering, like, what Josh Whedon did to him. I'm mean, like, the- everybody
0: <laughs> is because he said all these things, and like, I'm, look, I am not defending uh, Josh because Josh is apparently other people have come out and said, yeah. yeah, he's kind of a shitty person. So yes, you know what. His track record speaks for itself, but if you're going to take individual case by case, what he did to Gal um, about the whole body double thing with the flash falling on her on her boobs, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, fine, get it, got it, you know. But the stuff that Ray Fisher's talking about, he's basically kind of going, "Well, he did this stuff to me," and everyone's like, "Well, proven?" He's like, well, "I don't have to. I will. Oh, I'll show you guys." And he's letting. The court of public opinion damned Joss for stuff that might not have happened. Mm. Joss is already damned by all the stuff that he's already done. So all this did was – all Ray did was say, hey, Joss weed's a piece of shit of a person and everyone knows it. And everyone's like, well, prove it. And he's like, well, I don't have to. Right. Everyone knows it. And, and well, f- this particular case, we like him. And at that point, other people who have worked with Joss have been like, no, he was kind of shitty to me. Now, some people I know like – um I have to hear it for myself, but, um, what's his face, uh, from the rookie in Castle, um, Nathan Fillion mm. says that, yeah, you know what, Jazz is kind of difficult to work with, but I'd work with him and it's again in a heartbeat because if, you know, he's, I like the stuff that he works with. Like, like there's like, you have to kind of draw a line. Now, of course right. you got like, I think drug, but I also am paraphrasing from what I saw in, a, in an article, I have yet to hear it because he said it on Michael Rosenbaum's, um, yeah, you know, podcast. podcast. And I have yet to listen to that podcast. It is tagged to want to listen to because I do like his podcast, um, and I do like the people that he brings on board. Michael Rosenbaum, obviously, is Lex Luthor from Smallville. Just sidebar bar. Um, <laughs> so, just for argument's sake, Ray Fisher has still only has nine credits to his fucking IMDb page. Okay. All right. Um. Apparently, back in 2008, he was in the Good, the Bad, the Confused. It was a, a ten minute short film. Uh, he was in uh, ten episodes of the Astronauts' Wives Club, which I believe was canceled. Uh, he was in Cy- He was cyborg and Superman uh, verse uh, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Mm-hmm. Cyborg and Justice League. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in eight episodes in the first season of True Detective. Hmm. I don't remember him. All right. Maybe it wasn't that season. Obviously, Zack Snyder's Justice League as Cyborg. Uh, and then he was also in four episodes of Women of the Movement, which... Uh, and that's it. Of course, now he's doing the Rebel Moon, so he'll have that to his credit. So he'll have ten things to his credit. But ultimately, I'm thinking that he um, might have...
1: Technically, still nine, because, I mean, <laughs> really, seven, because, I mean, like... The, the, if he was the same, Batman v. Superman, he was just in, like, a cameo appearance. Not like, he was, right, like, right, in, he, it, in it. Right, he was... he was. In a, a, it could have been anybody's head in that, that right. scene. Then, like, you know, Zack Snyder and Justice League are the same movie. They're the you same know? movie,
0: right. So, you're right. So, cut that into... That's really one credit. Right. You know, um, so, like, and then he's got Rebel Moon or whatever it's called. Like, it's, it's, it's Zack's Star Wars, basically. <laughs> I, I... All right, fine. Like... Will I see it? Maybe. I'm curious. I think Zach is a good visual storyteller. Mm -hmm. I've liked his visual style. I don't like. I said I will always say that Zack Snyder's Justice League visually is nice. It's pretty. Mm -hmm. As a storyteller, he's lacking greatly. Mm -hmm. You know, like he's good at converting. Like people, like well, I think the Watchmen is great. He didn't write the script. He basically took the script from the comic book. Right. You know, Justice as Zach Snyder's Justice League, Dawn of Justice and Man of Steel's all from his head, not even his head. David Goyer wrote most of that. <laughs> and yeah, he's sure. hit or miss. Still,
1: David, don't add his name to the list. That's not helping in this case. All
0: right. All right. So, uh, also one last thing, <clears throat> one last thing. Why not just, you know, I thought this was interesting. Um, Uh, come on I'll save that for last I'll save that for next week because I feel like we can go in here and my bladder is crushing at me Mm. (laughs) Uh, Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell joined the Apple TV's uh, Monsterverse series yes I thought that was interesting like father and son coming together to be in a TV show it's on Apple TV though which means I'll have to find a bootleg copy of it uh last month, Apple TV and Legendary Neme uh the first cast members for their upcoming Godzilla spinoff set in the Monsterverse. Ahead of a Comic Con and the latest additions to the cast have also come to series Star Power. Via Collider, the father and son duo of Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell, Wyatt Russell, have joined the show in undisclosed roles. Uh given the opportunity it would make sense if Kurt and Wyatt Russell played father and son on the show as well. But for now it's just speculation. In addition to playing Ego in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, the elder Russell has a number of genre classics to do with it. Obviously, The Thing, Escape from New York, Big Trouble in Little China, and most recently his recurring role in the Fast and Furious movies. Uh, Wyatt Russell hasn't reached the heights of his father yet, but he did co-star in Marvel's The Falcon and Winter Soldier. He is rumored to be reprising his role with Thunderbolts, and his other credits include Overlord and Hulu's Under the Banner of Heaven. So, all right, there you go. Yeah. That's
1: it. So i mean, I'm, I'm kind of interested. Of course, it's Apple TVs. So I don't know if I'm gonna. Right, it. I'm yeah,
0: not. Then. I'm not. You know, buying Apple TV. Fuck that. I'll, I'll find a way to bootleg it. <laughs> uh, well, that's it, Ed. I'm done. All right, I got nothing else. To, I do have other things, but I feel like some of those we can delve in deeper. I feel like we need to do the hard hitting reporting of the Zack Snyder report, and then go, yeah, you know, it up like I'll probably buy the digital version tonight when I get home. <laughs> 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 Spend my fifteen <laughs> bucks. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel like I should, you know. You know I, brought, I, I, brought, I, brought, I brought the article to the show. Other people are going to hear it, and I'm going to be like, you know what? I'll, I'll, my $15 is my pound of flesh. <laughs> 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 ah, well, thanks for listening, folks. If you haven't heard, you've been listening to Geeksters.
2: Surprise! Ha-ha!
0: You thought you were listening to some highbrow show. Nope. <laughs> Just two boobs in a basement talking about shit they don't know about. <laughs> but thanks for listening! <laughs> If you want, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like.
1: Or follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. Or
0: you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com.
1: Or you can contact Sean at sean at com, And that's S-H-A-W-N.
2: Excelsior!